0: Hello, beautiful people. It is Tyson Fury, <laughs> the boys, BA, Tuesday. March 1st, rabbit, rabbit, let's. Go! Yeah! I can't thank you enough for joining us at YouTube.com forward slash The Pat McAfee Show. What an electrifying Tuesday we have for you. And although a couple of days ago, the internet decided to tell me that Aaron Rodgers was coming on this show to make his decision today, I did not know that then. I still don't believe that is the case now. I'm sorry to disappoint, but Tyson Fury will be joining us in about 20 20- two minutes then the hosts of bussin with the boys the boys straight out of nashville in indianapolis will compton taylor Lewan, will be live in studio for the entire second hour aj hawk will obviously be there and bruce arians joins us in the third hour a lot to talk about with bruce yeah. yeah sorry
1: bruce what? What What do you mean? I'm just He's a Super Bowl winning head coach. Oh, yeah. I mean, be a scumbag. at star-
2: uh, the bottom the of the
0: hill. Yeah, there's a lot that he has to figure out, though. I mean, there is only like four or five people that aren't <laughs> unrestricted free agents or retired <laughs> in their entire starting roster. After one year, they win a Super Bowl. They get all 22 starters back and sign AB, sign AB. Mm-hmm. So they get 23, basically, of their starters back, including punt and kicker as well. So you can add that onto the mm-hmm. list. They go on a run, eh, it doesn't pan out. They lose early, see you later. Tom retires. Ollie Mark be retires. Then boom, you start right. going through their entire, it's all, they did salary cap gymnastics, get all these players in here to ring chase. They want a ring, now they're on the other side of it, they're going to have to rebuild. Bruce Arians, older guy. Yeah. yeah. Successful guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Resume is packed to the gills, Hall of Famer. No big deal. BA, you will be remembered forever. He's sticking around to rebuild this thing. I'm excited to see what his brain does, what his thoughts are, and what the future is for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'll let you know, Tampa Bay had a hell of a run. Sure. They did. They did. Sure. Lightning won a couple years in a row for the mm-hmm. Stanley Cup. That's hockey talk. Then they have obviously a Super Bowl. Tom Brady's yeah. down there. Yeah. yeah. Everything's going good. St. Petersburg is sure. down there. The they Rays. went to a
3: World Series. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: Everything is going well. And then now it appears as if they're going to have to rebuild all that. I'm not saying the Lightning aren't going to go in a run because John Hamm told us that everybody loves big team. There's some big boys still. still. That's right.
3: They are good.
0: Now, they were cheating on the salary cap, and nobody else talked about sure. that. But the Lightning, mm-hmm. hey, if you're, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. But now the Buccaneers seem to be at square zero. Mm-hmm. Who's the quarterback? Blaine Gabbert? Sure.
3: Sounds Kyle like Trask. He's been
0: getting complimented. Kyle Trask probably needs another year of development yeah. is what the early reports were out of the conversation. Not that he's bad, but he could take another year of learning. He's already learned from Tom Brady. Maybe he'll pick up another year of experience with Blaine Gabbert, who everybody loves. Who's ever been teammates with him? And the guy can ball. Yeah. Guy can sling it. He was in Jacksonville, which is where he got judged from. Jacksonville. Give him a break. But also, if you're going from Tom Brady to Blaine Gabbert, that's probably going to be a position where your fans are going to say, what the fuck is going on? We're going to try <laughs> to find that out for you with BA in the third hour. All the boys are here, you've already heard them chime in with some toxicity. At Boston Connor, at Ty Schmidt. Wearing the Vegas Golden Knights cap on pop.
3: Yeah, I have to do it. You know, the boys, I mean, stoners hurt. They got cement in their skates Shit. right now. They've lost several games in a row. They're but- dead now. Yeah, yeah. but, but, but but Jackie Aces is getting very comfortable in the slot. He scored several goals already. His back looks unbelievable. We're feeling good right now with where the Golden Knights are at. It's way too early
0: in the conversation for us to be on Hockey Talk already. I don't want to dive into it, but it is a nice hat. Starting. Thank you. Great hat. Now, hockey stinks, except for that's Hockey oh. Talk Wednesday nights. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Pittsburgh Penguin hockey. Sure. Well, no. And Detroit Red Wings hockey. No, no, no. no. see, that's what we're talking yeah, about, Ed and Foxy. I'm not doing this this early. We're only six minutes into this show. The Red Wings fucking stink. We're the they best do. team in the They NFL gave
1: up a right touchdown and a field goal on Sunday. What are you yeah.
0: About? 10 goals. <laughs> that's more we than a line scored seven, all though. season. Uh, uh, that's amazing. Joke. That is more than Goff was able to score in a certain amount of games. How about you guys pulling your goalie in the first period? Is that what happened? How do you give up Dang. Jesus! Goals is a lot of goals. We were down seven to two. Those boys fight. The Pittsburgh Penguins, if I'm not mistaken, lost six to one. No fight in that team. No, that's no, we Next game. Next game. Come on! Shut up! Learn a little break. bit about Salute. hockey, okay? Stevie Arshman's got a bunch of quitters on Iserman's that team. Actually,
4: bro. one that cheats the salary cap
0: for the Lightning. We took him. Cups are coming our way. You Go wish. eat octopus, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Go Eat octopus. By the way, I actually hate the fact that you're throwing those octopi around like that. So that's the
4: greatest tradition in hockey. Stick to squids, Al He's great,
5: those
0: are extraterrestrials. Have you ever seen any fucking octopi documentary? You scumbag asshole! Oh, yeah, I have octopus, but they're better when they're on the ice. Well, that I means you guys That's are having success. Point. You guys don't have a lot of that, so don't you worry about it. Zito's back there, Nick's back there. At Tone digs one half of the hammer. Done, Cowboys is here. Tone, I. Saw so you having a hat talk with uh, yeah, yeah. a hat guy. Good the talk. outside. Good you feel pretty hat talk. Yeah. You feel like you're represented well in that convo. You felt like you were sophisticated enough to kind of have a good conversation with a man who knows a lot about caps and shit?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, the hat world is a very accepting and appreciating world, um, so it was a great hat talk. Hey, uh,
0: watch your, the bottom of your desk. Tachovas sent us a message
1: Excuse
0: about doing business. I'm talking about your boner at the bottom of the thing. Tachovas so did hit us up. <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You didn't even hear me the first <laughs> wow. time trying to look out. Yeah, Takovas did hit us up about potential business. There's some other boot companies. Well, you mentioned
1: like, this, and like, oh, I had a flashback of Brock approaching yeah. my The bearded butcher sticker is going to be <laughs> on your
0: computer I got nervous. Mm-hmm. I got very nervous for a second. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but your penis probably hit the bottom because we're probably going to have Too a... small for that. Dude. All right, well, the average Fair? man would hit the bottom there because you are kind of hiked, hiked yeah, up yeah. pretty high on that thing. <laughs> but Takovas might get into the game. That's good news. Wow. Pretty sweet. He- I look at us. That'd be I mean, awesome. Get some or, boots. Or real life cowboys, you know. Hell yeah. We're all okay, shit kickers. I uh, think I don't know.
1: They're not shit kickers, dude. Yeah, I don't
0: know if anybody's working. these. Are going out boots? Yeah. Oh on dancing boots. These are show boots, dude. Yeah, this yeah. is Kurt Warner and Brenda at that bar in Hell Iowa. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Doing their entire thing kicks. Yeah. Kurt Warner saw our breakdown of uh, American Underdog. Thank you. I don't know if you appreciated what I said, but I just hey, I've never seen a movie in that genre of movie before. Yeah. Call me whatever shallow okay Mm -hmm. you can do that ignorant you can call me that (laughs) stoop there's a lot stoop dumb you call me a lot of things i just have never actually sat through a movie that was in that genre of things which is like hallmark right love super feel good Because to get to the feel-good ending, I believe in that. I learned very young, I think, maybe the first time I saw somebody else watch it, I'm like, oh my God, everybody's miserable in here. And Mm then, oh, we're happy at the end. It's a good feel-good story. You're going on that ride. Mm -hmm. I've never signed up for the ride, believe it or not. I've gotten off the ship pretty quick. Sure. As soon as I'm like, oh, this guy's life is, I don't want, I got enough shit, dude. Mm -hmm. All right? So I can do my own thing. That Kurt Warner movie was, it made me feel a lot of feelings. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Heartwarming. And you're better for it. Films are subjective, you know? Hey, you, oh. you didn't shit on it. You didn't say that you hated it. It's just, hey, it's not your cup of tea. It's not exactly what you expected. That's not a big deal. That's it's not still, what I expected. I thought we were going to a
0: football movie. And then he said, well, most football movies aren't really about football.
3: Well. I get, I guess.
0: That's not true. I mean, remember the Titans was very football-y, but it was about a lot of life, too. Right. Kind of mixed together. Sure. I, Kurt's movie is a, a lot of life.
2: Yeah. With a little bit of football foot mixed in. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
0: By the way. Utmost respect for Kurt Warner. I say, absolutely. And I would say you should watch that movie, but you should know what you're getting into before you get into
1: that yeah, movie. And that's fair. Packers for life! Can't forget that. That's the greatest line in movie history. Well, they gave
0: him an opportunity when nobody else did, dude. That's right. It yeah. was undrafted. It was Come Z-Man's on. birthday fucking Shout ass. Out to yeah. you, do
1: you get why the car's green? <laughs> you were such a bad guy, dude. Do you get why the car's green? Ba- Packers. Do you get you it? You woke up and wanted to be an asshole today. Yeah, what's no, you, no, what wrong. are you talking about? You got a I, said on that I said that movie would have been unbelievable if they cut half the dialogue, and it was maybe an hour oh, long. See, Kurt was maybe talking to him. He wasn't. Yeah. I don't think he was talking to you. This guy wanted more me. all 22. Or
0: maybe,
3: or maybe that scumbag Foxy. Whoa, uh, whoa, oh, whoa. Yeah, whoa. Definitely.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just said the Fox. movie's good. The documentary will be much better. Foxy didn't say anything publicly. Oh. You're thinking what Foxy was saying off-air. Oh, off right? he did, he did, say great oh yeah. Behind oh, the scenes. What did no, you say no, behind the scenes? he say yeah. yeah. right, Let's easy. move on. <laughs> right, right, let's move on. He didn't say anything bad about the movie. Now, listen, Foxy didn't say anything bad about the movie, but publicly he was much more not what I heard reserved oh, I than right. about yeah. what he was saying. No, yeah. I'm not saying he didn't say he loved it off-air, but he was very much looking forward to the story of that being sure. documented yeah. as a documentary, which I think is a genre in. Once again, Foxy and I. We've seen little to none of the movies that anybody references in any conversations. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that is something that has to be remembered at all times when Foxy and I talk about movies. With that being said, I feel very good about any documentary conversation motherfuckers you motherfuckers want to have. Genius, pretty cool. Cootie needs to relax a little bit, I yeah. think. But Genius is absolutely amazing. I don't know if anybody's seen that. I'm into that. If they do a Kurt Warner style, that type of thing, boom, we're all the
1: way in. Waiting for it.
0: Yep. Let's, we'll sell it on here.
1: I heard the whole absolutely. thing. Genius is only about his retainer. All right. Oh come oh, on! Jesus, See, that's, that's Very, how know. are you
0: so shallow? You know, with that big of a ball cap on your head, how are you that shallow?
1: All I said oh. was that, That's all I heard. Like the internet told me. It's, no, pretty,
0: it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And what I think uh, I remember seeing a documentary. Biggie had a guy that literally was following him, shooting everything he had. These guys know. And somehow, some way, that that the footage was never. This dude never sold the footage. Yep. For like thirty, twenty years, I guess at this point, thirty years maybe at this point, had all the a lot of answers and a lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff. I forget what it was called. I forget what platform. Maybe it was Netflix. It or was not, on
1: Netflix. Yeah, yeah.
0: So it, that was unbelievable to me. I'm like, holy shit, this dude was with like literally with Big like at many many moments. And I guess this is something that happens in the rap world because this guy Cootie, who started Channel Zero Productions, hey shout out Channel, shout Zero, out, Zero, channel, Zero, out, baby. channel Zero, he started Channel Zero in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I was right. I know, Face Clan, dude, get out of here. You put sure me in so. almost a fucking gang war. I swear, I swear. That, I saw. By the way, you shouldn't be throwing that. I don't think we should be throwing what that. Is it? I, don't know, I had a couple people tweet me like, uh, hey, that's like my neighborhood son or whatever, man. Probably
6: Ooh, oh, hey, can you, you
0: signed us up for a fucking sorry. war. Anyways, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, this guy Cootie uh, started Channel Zero Productions in Chicago when Kanye was up and coming. And when he's like 17, 18, 19 or whatever. So this guy was trying to put him on on local access television, basically, in Chicago with this one channel that they, they basically like just bought out the time. Is what I think Channel Zero Productions was inevitably good business. So Kanye was, I think, was always very thankful for this guy giving him an opportunity. But Kanye was, Kanye, I did not know Kanye loved music as much as he loved music. Like yeah. I, I didn't know like Kanye is like Avicii style. Okay. He's like an Avicii style like not Obsessed. that he wasn't a music genius. I'm not saying I didn't think Kanye wasn't a music genius, but like his entire life basically revolved around music for a long time. Now, he's gotten into fashion and designing. I think that was the coolest thing that I enjoyed. Him walking around the Rockefeller offices, that behind the scenes footage of him playing, Jesus Walks and the other songs and them, yeah. the, them basically like laughing about I was building and that I think that documentary is why I love that documentary so much is it exposes middle management so much Yeah, like it, it, middle management the people that are supposed to find people to take to the people that are actually making decisions that are actually doing things that are actually driving the ship that are actually doing stuff these people down here middle management everybody has to deal with them they're the ones who have to pick and choose who, do, who gets to get to that conversation You know, for a long time mm-hmm. nowadays you can kind of You can kind of go right around them. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the internet. Yeah, shout out to the internet. You can kind of go right around them. But a lot of these middle management people basically just kind of like almost shoot. And Kanye's got the bangers in his backpack. Like right here, he's got them. And they're like, no, get out of here or whatever. It's like, all right, all right. All right, well. And then he fucking comes full circle. I can see why him and Jay-Z maybe aren't the tightest, by the way. after Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. He was under his, you know umbrella for a while and they didn't use them in I always point.
0: thought that they were like bestest of friends though. because
1: watch the throne by the
0: way incredible <laughs> yeah it was, I think, my rookie year training camp when that came out. Uh-huh. So what's that? 2009, I think. 2009, yeah. maybe two. Yeah, I sounds think, right. Yeah, yeah, rookie training camp that came out, and it was just, it literally got me through training camp that entire. It was unbelievable. But I think from an outside looking in, not as a Yeezy stan or as a Jay Z stan or anything like that, just outside looking in, thought they were just the bestest of friends and everything like that. You watch that documentary, it's like, oh, I can see how Kanye could potentially have some pent-up, oh, this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah, but absolutely. But interesting. A very interesting documentary. A lot of business was done. I enjoyed it. I think everybody should watch it. And we also think that Kurt Warner should have a documentary. Yeah, maybe doc, For the
1: dummies like me and Foxy to, you know, not have to feel things. Cool. Also, people who don't love Hallmark movies. You know, every now and then you just want to hear the goddamn story from... You know, the horse's mouth. This That's guy. not a problem. Such a meathead. Yeah, I know. What? I can't believe this guy. I can't guy. believe Kurt's story is unbelievable. He is the American underdog, but I want to hear from the American underdog, not some, you know, actor. Not some. <laughs> this
0: guy. <laughs> that guy did a great job portraying him. Yeah, he he I did. think. I don't know. At the he end, they had a picture of him standing next to each other.
3: Look, damn near yeah, identical. Yeah, he did. And, and, you sugar. know, the way he was slinging the pigskin, obviously. Oh,
1: my God. Don't even. Top tier. This dude did a pump fake, and this is what He did. Rich
0: Gannon.
7: So, he, like sold that. so yeah. he sold a Rich Gannon pump yeah. was, right. No, no, no. This is the worst oh, i thing sorry. Dude. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I know it was fun. You showed, me, was a a rich Gannon you showed pump me a pretty good pump <laughs> thing. There's,
0: there's a lot of pump things, right? There's the hand off the ball pump thing, because a people think that's the case. There's the foot, right? Like people, the way they move their feet. This guy just so happened to be a method actor of fucking Rich Gannon
1: and Kurt Warner. That's right. And he's going full. It so bad. Don... In and then out. Yeah, it was a touchdown. Yeah, it, it, it was still a touchdown, but it was possibly the worst touchdown catch. By the way, the pit, in catch, that by the way was, yeah, in the NFL, yes, yeah, that was sweet.
0: Oh, so you like that, but not the other? Wow, yeah, because saying, that was the first who football. Who threw that ball? Who threw that?
3: Kurt. Ball? I don't know if Kurt was on set that night. It was
0: set on Kurt. Was Kurt on set? Like I just that that assumed stage.
3: he was the football technical advisor, so I had to have he them. probably was on set. I enjoyed the football. There you go. Whatever All the right. case,
0: shout-out to Kurt Warner. Great story, dude. Thank great you, story. Kurt. Thanks, Kurt. Speaking of great stories, uh, Aaron Rodgers um, is allegedly in the middle of a negotiation with the Green Bay Packers mm. on a short, short-term deal. Mm. If he decides to go back to Green Bay, that'll be the deal. So it's a short-term deal. So that might... Make you wonder on what the number will be, because we all assume it will be a long-term deal so they can just kick the can down the road. And once again, we have no idea if he's getting paid $50 million, just the narrative that he's commanding and demanding $50 million a year for the Green Bay Packers, who probably have to do a lot of reorganizing of the team for them to kind of get moving to where Aaron would want to go, which we all think is he wants to win Super Bowls. Yes. That's kind of what everybody is thinking, he wants to win Super Bowls. Now, business has to happen. And he is not a doofus, so he understands that he does provide value and worth, not only on the field, but off the field, so money will happen. So maybe he will get $50 million inevitably. I don't think so with a short-term deal with how their contract or their salary cap is currently constructed. But with that being said, salary cap means nothing in the world that we're currently in. So Ian Rappaport stopped by the office yesterday.
1: Yep, good guy. And... He is, isn't he? Yeah, well, he wasn't boozing, he so to, that's yeah. the first time. Yeah, he had
0: like a, he had a very, very um, lightened coffee.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could have been JMO in it, actually. No, yeah, probably a little that. bit. Yeah, so he might at be, least Kahlua. Yeah, he
0: might yeah. have been boozing. Yeah, probably Kahlua, Kahlua with the coffee. like yeah. Good morning,
1: Irish coffee, yeah. I think, yeah. right? That's right. Yeah, he said he was getting fucked up last Phil's
0: night. Phil's dad, Phil's dad, CFO mm-hmm. Phil's dad, uh, we were intoxicated at his house one night, and they weren't. They didn't, I don't think they were supposed to know that we were there mm. doing that. They weren't supposed to be home. They came home early. CFO Phil's dad gave me a coffee with some scotch in it. And he was oh, like, hey, good morning. Hell, yeah. He said, like, have a coffee with me or whatever, you know? And I'm like, all right. And I go, yeah. <laughs> no, not good. You drank all my- <laughs> Somebody drank all my scotch last night is what he said. He was oh. not. <laughs> it, was amazing, it was an amazing give and take. Anyway, scotch and coffee, not great. I, I mean... <laughs> I did not enjoy it at that particular time. I might have grown into it now that I'm above the age of what, I don't know, 18 or adult at sure, this sure. point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he might have had a little clue in there. I'm not 100% sure. Seemed to be on his wits though, because he had just got to town. And he was going to have a meeting where he was going to go try to learn some shit. Mm-hmm. And then he was going to be on TV and then he was doing his whole thing. At night is when he was going to start saying, hey, Tequila yeah, right, vodka, why, 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 it's why, it's why, he was going to start doing it around town here, mm-hmm. which is what the Combine is. The thought though that Rappaport told us, hey, I have some news. And I'm like, well, Rappaport, yeah. we don't want any of that fuckery news that you gave us last time. Remember, because he was on our show and then he cut off. He was paying attention to something else. Oh, I got to go break news, And it right. was, oh, the guy from uh, abysmal state just mm-hmm. signed the Who Gives a Fuck contract for two years. You know, it was like, we don't care. Thanks, Ian, like, don't be, you know what I mean? Right. There's no reason mm-hmm. for that. Let's set expectations properly. So yesterday he said to us, well, I'm working on something. I got something, I think. I think I got some news or whatever. And we literally all, just like it is on the show, everybody just in real life is like, oh, shut up, yeah. rep. You <laughs> don't, you don't know anything. Yeah, you guys have been on vacation because they haven't broken any news in some time. Uh-huh. Eric Burkhart broke that news about Kyler Murray. The insiders haven't broken news in some time. And then he texted me this morning and said, hey, the uh, the Packers and Aaron negotiating is what I was going to tell you guys, but you all, told us, you all told me not to tell you, which I would like to let everybody know. As soon as he said, I have some actual news. Do you want to know it? I said, "No, no, can't do Will it." Will it be broken before the show tomorrow? He said, uh, "Let me find out." I was like, "If it's not going to be for sure broken before the show starts, do not tell me because as soon as I come in here, that song bitch is coming right out into this microphone, down this wire, sh- across the room into Zito's board, mm-hmm. and then that thing's getting sent out everywhere." That's right. Satellites. That's the way it works. Satellites it. happening. Do yeah, satellite. It's gone. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me. Starlink. Hey, shout out. Shout Bob. out.
6: Shout, shout out. out. Shout out, Elon.
0: Out. Hey, just, I don't want to get too far sure. off base here, but I saw the um, the little home, the home thing. Yeah. So people would just buy that, I assume. That'll be the business model. You just buy that. It goes to your house, and then that thing just is shoots. Is that the right. router or the modem? Uh, yeah, but it's a little bit bigger. Well, it might be the whole country's, I guess, at that point. I don't know what a standard modem would be. But yeah, you buy like this little box. It looked. Little... It didn't seem to be that big. No. And I do not know how much they were sending there. But is that what his is going to be? And it's just going to be, what, 5G five, five G all the time, I assume?
3: Probably. I assume oh, so. It's dangerous more than that.
0: Oh, like 10G wide? Wide. 11G? What? Wide. Baker's dozen G? What? Wide. That'd be crazy if you got up to 13G. That'd be wild. Yeah, yeah a lot of Gs. That'd be a lot of Gs, man. That'd be super duper fast. That's it? Oh, that wasn't what that I That looks saw. like a did. I just Googled That's that. That's the that popped up. Google Ukrainian Starlink home or something like that. They look like
1: computer towers. Yeah, it was like a little box almost
0: that I saw. Because I immediately thought as somebody who has issues with the internet all the time right every sure. day, damn, damn. everywhere i everywhere i sleep it seems like i have bad internet if i can just get one of these little things put it in a backpack
3: mm-hmm.
0: then i got elon starlink thing just shooting me
3: everywhere right? you go
0: Boom. that's right might die very young from that whole thing Right scramble
3: your brains but
0: at least hey i'm gonna be able to connect and upload pretty quick yeah, yeah. yeah. worth to- it sweet. yeah that's yeah. it i think so yeah I don't know how big that is. There's a ladder to the left. Well, I that, think it's I, box, so.
3: I think right? that's Thank just you. the box of what Zito showed the first time. Because if you look oh. at the box, it looks like does oh that have yeah, it, it, does have it has the that. Carry
0: safe oh, so that's like one, two, three, four. That's what you said. just like <laughs> those an entire little like, satellite of it.
1: dishes, basically. Yeah. Oh, so they are dishes. Oh, so it's just a dish. We but also haven't I talked think. about it I at think. Super Bowl. They were pumping 5G right next to our stage. It was that thing that looked like a coffee machine. Is that what my head's hurt? It was Radiation City. Over there.
0: I didn't we did a pretty good service. It was a yeah, service. <laughs> yeah, great service. We did a great service. Though. We had a pretty good service. We had a six concept. finger coming out. Hey, though. I hope you're okay. As your employer, I would like you to know that. I did not know that was going to happen. Yeah. The police uh, officer at one point was like, we should probably check that for radiation. I guess he seriously? checked it. It was like,
4: that's pretty off the, ra- the radar. Hey,
0: listen. Big shout out to all the cops out there. Thank you for your service. Thank good you cops, cops. By the way, there's obviously out there good cops hate the bad cops. That's just the way it goes. There's always going to be bad cops. So we have to remember that this is the world in society. And we can't let you know that happen. You know, can't let that tear anything apart. Those LA police, yeah, okay, who I think a lot of them listen to the show. We appreciate that. Have a good one. Uh, we appreciate you a lot for that. Um they are a bunch of cyborgs. Yeah. They are, hey. Locked I don't know in. what type of water they got cooking over there at the LAPD. There was some fucking monsters. The guy we in. were yeah. in like late at night as a fan oh. of the show, he was yoked. But you got, you got literal avatars with badges over there. Yeah. And I don't know what they got helicopters and cars chasing all these L.A. police chases for. Get these sons of bitches some yeah. track shoes. These dudes are monsters that were patrolling that radio row. Very impressed. I'm going to be honest. Because you run into, you know... Like hindsight looking back, my arresting officer. Okay. 3,000% mm-hmm. chance I could have beat him in a foot race. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Not that I would have, especially at that time. I was very cold. Like, I wouldn't even. True. But, you know, you would assume that there's some young kids that are maybe out and about a little boozed up. I mean, this has obviously happened. And somebody's like, hey. And then you look and it's like, you know, Blart, Paul Blart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going you're to potentially think about it at some point. I, I think all those. Police officers—they've never had a potential fleer. I don't think. No, wow. I, I, I don't think. I don't. If they've shown up, I think any drunk stooge has not thought to themselves, "Oh, I can beat this." There's, ah, right, you got it, dude. They, we're talking.
3: Yeah, all yoked and tatted, cool ass tats, like a guy who you see walking. It's like, okay, just fucking don't even look this guy in the eyes because no. if he thinks I might be doing something wrong, he might knock my head off.
1: Yeah, you don't want that at all. No, no. no. The dogs—they had too.
0: Oh, I don't know if they're smelling COVID. Maybe. But they were, they were sniffing sniffing pretty good, pretty good sniffers on that thing. Oh yeah, big boys. It's
1: tough to sniff something that doesn't is not around anymore. Tony, Tony
0: Tony, Tony. Not around anymore. I think we're gonna live with it forever, dude. That's what I've been told. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: here forever. Just you know, numbers. (laughs) <laughs> and this was the hey, hey conversation. Well, yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Hey we did
0: beat it though. It sounds like we beat it. Yeah, Sean yeah. said it.
1: Lowest number since the start. Um, yeah. Well I
3: feel like <laughs> much more pressing issues. There's a lot
1: of oh, whoa whoa whoa. Don't even get into Don't even get into that. Don't even
0: get into that. Please don't even get into that. We don't need to, but a lot of mandates going down. A yeah. Of, a lot of mandates going down. Congratulations. We don't need to be, you no. know, obvious.
1: No, yeah, that's why. We start. don't know. That's why I said it with the voice. 10,
0: 20 years from now when it's never talked about again and we don't know any answers, we'll probably, you know, wonder what exactly all happened through all of it. But what we do know, lost a lot of great people. Yeah. We we'll miss them all. But hey, if we're sitting here, it feels like we fucking survived. Hey,
1: here we go. Oh, thank you, Haji. <laughs> you never make this man sit around
0: for anything defending the WBC and the ring heavyweight championships of the world on April 24th against Dillian White who didn't show up to the press conference today. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, the greatest heavyweight walking, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury.
7: What's up big man? I was thinking what well, I was thinking what the fuck is going on here with these boys. One yeah. man's playing golf in his underpants other one's having a smoke and a cigar. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> hey, welcome to the show, man.
0: We—I'm sorry we had to keep you waiting. There, we're in the middle of a commercial break on the radio portion of the show. We are honored to have you, man. What happened today? Why did this dude not show up at the press conference? You're—you're you're the global sensation. You are the global star. People are paying attention because the Gypsy King's a part of this. Then this dude doesn't show up at the press conference. What's this all about? And should I know more about this than I do right now? One
7: word. Pussy! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think that's and what this it is? He's a little bitch. He's gonna get knocked out, and he knows it, and he doesn't want to see me face to face because he's a bit afraid of me getting in his mind, all his mind games bullshit that they like to play these days. Um, I'm an old school throwdown fighter. I like to get close and personal we saw you with uh, Deontay Wilder. I think that's when
0: you were really introduced to the American audience at a broader scale. I honestly believe that, just outside of the boxing world, because I was maybe one of them the first time I saw you box. Hey, the first time, I'm not a big boxing guy. I don't know. First time I saw you box against our guy, the American. Hey, the the Alabama Hammer, whatever, Mm I'm like, all right, we got two heavyweights, two great fighters, how this was being billed. I'm like, I'm going with the American because I'm a dumb American. I turned on that fight I saw you, and you're moving and then picking him up. I was like, I fucking love this guy. And then you cut (laughs) the promo. You sang, I think. You're like the most interesting human on earth. I I hope you know that you have a lot of fans, and you only continue to do so. And now that I've learned a little bit more about you, I think it was on the Gary Neville show, you talked about time and everything about how it's such an interesting thing about you can't think about yesterday, you have to be in the current moment. At what point do you think you got into that? And are you in your prime right now, you think? And how long do you think that continues to happen?
7: I'm definitely in my prime right now. Um, I'm a big believer in living in the moment and time is of the essence time is the only thing we really do have moments in it so it's how we spend our moments in time and in my spare time i'm going to start playing golf in the underpants (laughs) hey it's a good time it's a good
0: time you don't have to be that good either it's a distraction but whenever you talk about your fighting abilities and obviously we've heard your dad your dad's electrifying on the microphone and you know the the gypsy lineage is like a tough lineage I believe if if I'm not mistaken but you're like the greatest of them all at what point do you think you know you're going to be an incredible fighter and like when do you know you're in your zone like when do you know like all right this is the best I can be and this is the best I'm gonna be
7: I think I knew I was going to be an awesome fighter, heavyweight champion of the world. When I was coming out the womb, I was born for this. Um, And growing up, I was uh, just doing more and more boxing, more and more fighting. And then I turned professional and I definitely knew I was going to be heavyweight champion of the world. There was never a disbelief, ever. It was always the ultimate confidence. It was uh, going to be heavyweight champion of the world or nothing. And I had a lot of hard fights along the way. And I'm still having hard fights today. How long can it continue for? Who knows, but I'm having a hell of a ride. Well, we're lucky to be a part of it and to witness
0: it and to be alive at the same time as it's happening. And if you if you're focusing on boxing when you're a kid, that's hard, right? I mean, I was a I was a punter in the NFL. Easiest job in the NFL, okay? But I got to watch a lot of people. The amount of work you gotta put in to be a football player for the physicality and your body and the beating. I couldn't even imagine what it is in an actual hand-to-hand combat. Through your entire life, your training and how the hours had to be fucking just miserable. Huh? I mean, how do you keep like such yeah. an upbeat personality through it all?
7: Oh, it's horrible. I I train twice a day, five days a week, once on a Saturday. Um, I've been doing that for the last 20 years or more. Um, It's been a crazy rollercoaster of hard work. I don't even know I'm still in one piece. I've had a million operations. I've had a million broken bones and damage done to me. Cuts, bruised, battered to fuck. But I'm still here, I'm still fighting away, and I'm still knocking motherfuckers out.
0: And that's how <laughs> roll. Hey, still love it? Yeah, love every day, love the process, love yeah, everything uh, about it? I'm
7: coming towards the end of my career now. I've not got a lot left in me, but the, the old dog has still got a couple of fights left in him. And uh, what do we do? We fucking drink alcohol, get fucked up, and punch people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything about that. People say to me, what are you going to do when you retire this year? that's easy fucking get fucked up <laughs> every single day uh, i that's... think of all the hard work that i don't have to do
0: okay so let's talk about that people are talking about you retiring very soon is that a very common conversation
7: yes yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm 34 this year i've been uh been in boxing 14 years as a professional i've been i've been boxing over 20 years um i've got a lot a lot of um Wear and tear on me. I'm the undefeated two-time heavyweight champion of the world. Special elite members only club. There's only ever been one person before me, retire unbeaten, and he goes by the name of Rocky Marciano. Um, And I'll be the second one. Okay. It's like a connoisseur of elite level club. Elite boxers only. Hell yeah. Two in the history of mankind.
0: Golly. Hey, that's a hell of a fucking goal that you're going to be able to achieve. That's a yeah. legacy. And I, when you were talking to Neville, you were talking about time. You said you don't watch any fights back. You have to have conversations while you're getting shit faced about your legacy and about everything. <laughs> you have to amongst your friends and family.
7: You have to. Do you think about oh, that yeah. or you can't? You, you, are you at the point now where you can think about that? You know, the legacy to me, I'm not too concerned about the legacy. When I'm getting fucked up, I'm getting fucked up. I'm not thinking about work. The last thing I want to talk about is my work. What I'm do you do? Hey, what do you do, Tyson, whenever you're getting after it? What are you drinking? Oh. Where are you at? What music oh, are am drinking? I'm drinking everything and anything, and I do not know when to go home. There is no home time, <laughs> especially if I'm in Las Vegas.
0: Uh, <laughs> hey, I'd put a self-ban on myself on that city for similar reasons, I think, is what you are uh, speaking of. You still get after it to this day? even in the middle of fight camps and everything or is that whenever you're done no for? no
7: well i while i'm in fight camps I'm, I'm alcohol free um but i have been known to go out on nights and get absolutely smashed in um five weeks so yeah so what not do you, so clever but i've always won so it doesn't really matter <laughs> Hey Tyson,
0: there's not a lot of people that are going to tell you what the fuck to do, dude. Like, I, I don't know at what age you found that out, but there's not a lot of people on earth that can tell you what to do, which has to feel pretty good. What is your fight camp regimen? You you're going two a days for five days and then you got one on Saturday and you've been doing that for however. What is your, do you eat something? Cause you're a massive, hey. You yeah. are a fucking massive human
7: being. I mean, yeah. I assume you have to eat. Everything's calculated. You have the nutritionist and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I got one of the world's best nutritionists, George Lockhart. He, um, he does all my nutritional stuff. He does everything for me like that sort of stuff. But I put most of my success down to masturbation seven times a day. <laughs> 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 you got this guy. You can, Honestly, pop. You can really pop. Got to keep that blood pumping, baby. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's amazing! What is, that, is that why you think you throw such bombs? Because what you've been accused—you've yeah. been accused of having what shit in your gloves and stuff like that, right? Yeah, it's a
7: lot. What's that all about? That's because you're. And the only thing—the only thing I've been loading is testosterone from all the wanking over the years. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in uh, what was that show? What was that? There
0: was that show, uh, Myth. Uh, Mythbusters. Mythbusters did it with a boxer actually, because the old myth was uh, if you women you know, weak in legs. Yeah, yeah. Beforehand, then they did on Mythbusters. Like, no, actually, you get more testosterone immediately afterwards. It makes you stronger. You've been you've been doping testosterone with your right hand, huh? Wow. Going to town yep. on yourself. Right def-
7: hands and left
0: hands, depending on uh, what I feel like. <laughs> Uh, at this point, is there anything you can get better at in the ring, or do you think you know your fighting style? You know what you're, you know what you're perfect at.
7: You know, I like to just go in there and have a brawl, have a good fight with the, with the opponent, whoever it is, whatever it is. Go in there and do your best. You know, that's all we can do in life. A lot of people put pressure on themselves, thinking, "I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that." But me. I'm happy with being a big, fat, bald-headed guy who knocks people out. Like People say to me, oh, you're out of shape, you're fat, you're this, you're that, but I'm the only one who's still undefeated after 13 years. 32 (laughs) fights in a row unbeaten from a big, fat guy. 277 pounds, bald-headed. Come on. Yeah, but I think that's why you're loved in
0: America so much. Mm -hmm. I think when we were introduced to you, you know, whenever we were introduced to you through the Deontay Wilder fight, we are like, Oh, my God, this is the greatest boxer of all time. He's a heavyweight. He throws bombs. He talks shit. He sings. (laughs) And if we were six foot... how, How tall are you? Six foot nine. If we were six foot nine... We would hope that we'd be built like that yep. and we would beat the fuck out of people. Yeah. Like, I think you were one of the most relatable people, even though you're yeah. an anomaly, honestly. And I think your entire story about how you got into the game and then, you know, you went through some stuff mentally and then now you've come back and we've all kind of got introduced yep. to you. I think it's really fucking awesome. I, I honestly believe you should think about that sometimes when you're blacked out, drinking whatever, singing whatever
7: every once in a while. Yeah, sounds good. You know, i uh, never ever hid anything from people. I, I had alcohol problems, drug. problems problems uh, mental health problems weight issues i've had it i've had all the problems in my life and you know what i'm still here batting telling the story um i'm still fighting you look good
0: man you're still and by the way this interim champ not showing up at the press conference mm. what are we doing yeah that's
7: bad not a good idea Hey, that's
0: bad content too like he's i think if i'm him and i'm his uh his agent or manager I would want him to be around Tyson Fury at all times. Yes. Right. Like, if there's an opportunity to be on the same stage, hey, let's go ahead and get you there. But I guess you think you're saying that he doesn't want you getting in the, the headspace. Is that something that is real in the combat sport? You think, like, when those stare downs happen, is something yeah. actually happening there, or is that
7: just I, I, I you think, I think so? it's a lot of bullshit. Um, all that stuff, the mind games and whatever else. But a lot of these fighters read into it a lot. I'm not one of them who really care about it all. Like, I single-handedly held this press conference on my own today here in London, a room full of press. It really makes no difference if they turn up or not because they don't really get a lot of time to speak. I do all the talking if you haven't talked if you haven't can tell already I'm an excellent talker yeah you are you I should do mic, more line me up and let me
0: go yeah you should do more talking by the way but do you think when those stare downs happen because they've been happening since the history of com- combat sports yeah. Yeah. and there's some people like Conor McGregor takes it very serious whenever he's you know he does it, he has his entire routine I don't know if it's for show or not do you think there is a physical
7: advantage to those types of interactions and stuff like that for you I think so, yeah. I think when you, if you can get in a fighter's mind, um, he thinks about it when he goes home and it, it affects his training. And all he can think about at night is you. All he can think about when he wakes up in the morning is you. And then, then you're living in his mind rent-free. Did you ever have anybody that did that to you when you were coming up? Never. <laughs> never. I, I never believe in all that stuff. I eat hamburgers and drink beers before fights. <laughs> You're the absolute best.
3: Ty, go ahead. Tyson, you've beaten every, you know, world-class heavyweight that they've put in front of you. You're clearly the best heavyweight in the world. At Is there are you at the point in your career now where it's like, "Ah, fuck it, I don't have anything else to prove," or do you still have that same chip on your shoulder because all these people, you know, they, they say all this shit about you, whether it's, you know, you're out of shape or whatever the case may be. Like, do you still yeah, have that yeah. chip on your shoulder when you're going into fights or not really? Yeah, I
7: feel, I feel like I've got a lot to prove in this next fight. Um, this could be my last fight. Uh, we don't know. Whoa. Is that but- public? Is that public? No, that's, that's, that's a, um, exclusive for you guys. Oh, hell yeah. Whoa.
0: Well, first of all, thank you for everything you've done for sports. And thank you for that little drop there, but go ahead. Back to what you were saying. I'm sorry.
7: Now, I've totally fucking forgot what I was going to say. No, you're saying this, <laughs>
0: you have a lot to prove in this, you think, because it could be... Yeah, worse. No, I
7: still feel like I've got a lot to prove in this fight. Um, I want to go out as the undefeated world heavyweight champion, um, and I'll be happy. You know, I'm, I'm focused on making a Hollywood movie after the fight um, on my life of Tyson Fury. Um, I've got a lot of stuff I want to do. Um, so, boxing is a small part of it, but I've got to finish. I've got to finish what I started all those years ago. Um and enjoying that elite level club that I was talking about earlier. So, whenever you, whenever you start thinking about retirement, I retired
0: early. Uh, you wouldn't know that. My position was irrelevant. But I retired early after making a Pro Bowl. It was like my best year I had. I retired early, but mentally, I was ready to move on whenever you think about retirement especially after all that you've accomplished in boxing and also in the wwe you're a big time star you're great in the wwe yeah. i was very lucky to be a fan to watch you over there you're making a movie how long have you been thinking about the next thing has this always been something or at what point did no you say, i was you know, always
7: I'm concentrating on boxing for a long period of time but now like i say i'm getting towards the end of, you know when you get towards the end of your career you know when you get too long in the two for the game um i've achieved everything i made a hell of a lot of money and financially secure I don't need to do this Um, but now it's about having enjoyment in my life looking after my kids and my wife spending time with the guys traveling around the world Um, just doing the normal stuff that i've missed out on for the last 20 years
0: it sounds like this is your last fight man i and i listen (laughs) there's probably going to be a a lot of money available to you to come back and box somebody at some point i mean that's the way the world
7: Yep, yeah, yep,
0: yeah, it is, works like is, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. So although, you know, you're thinking about going and taking time, I'm assuming the fight game will always be something that will be tempting you to get back. But, man, what a fucking run for a 34-year-old. How are you? How are you? huh?
7: What a run, 34. Thank you, guys. One of the, One of the most exciting, great shows I've been on all day, and I must have done. 250 interviews, and this was the best. Well,
0: hey, we appreciate that, man. Tickets go on sale tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Yep. on Ticketmaster for the April 23rd blockbuster, potentially the last time we see the greatest heavyweight going Tyson, the Gypsy King Fury, against that bum, <laughs> Jimmy Hell yeah! Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> <Thank you>. Live, <laughs> and in studio... We have been blessed by the boys, the hosts of the Bustin' with the Boys podcast, uh, absolute legends and icons, ladies and
5: gentlemen, Taylor Luan and Will Compton. Thank you. Electrostatic to be here. Thank you for having us on. Hey, we did it. We done it. People say we wouldn't get here. They say it would never happen. Oh. But look at, us. Oh. look at us. Look at us. Oh.
8: We got Pat on the
5: bus. With Pat's on the bus, now we're on the Pat's. We got what? handshakes. It's a beautiful deal. You got handshakes? We got cowboy
8: hats, we got muds. Why? It's got a bit of a Man, deal. One word at a time. Why? Why? We got handshakes. Why? cowboy hats. Why? Monarchs. Why? More monarchs. What? what? khaki-collared pants. What?
5: Oh, it's a nice deal. I yeah. gotta catch up. I gotta catch the vibe here. I no, you know, no, you're
0: busy, dude. You're, you're a full-time gig is uh, playing the football, but I hope busting <laughs> with the Boys becomes that at some point because you two are electrifying. Joining us from an attic in Ohio, a Super Bowl champion, a college football national champion, a Ryder Cup champion, and COVID survivor, ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk!
1: A.J. Hawk! A.J. Hawk! AJ Hawk! AJ Hawk!
5: AJ Hawk! Taylor, hey, hey listen, go. I gotta keep up quick. You know yes, I mean? AJ. I'm in the back. And I'm like, hey, so what's the deal? They're like, oh, you'll be fine. Just go to the thing. And now I'm here, <laughs> looking like a damn fool, right? Everyone's going, AJ, what? <laughs> AJ, what? And I'm like, ah! You're a smart you know, guy. I'm screaming, yeah, but you're <laughs> catching up. You're catching up. You're catching up. You're a smart guy. Uh, I know. I'll, I'll pick it up. I'll pick it up. Uh, I'll pick it up.
0: AJ, great to see you, man. Obviously, uh,
5: is he? Is he still? Yeah, there he is. Oh, hey, yeah. not, hey great to see you, hey, AJ. AJ, AJ. AJ, AJ.
6: What's up, man? What are you guys doing in Indy?
5: Uh, you know what we were gonna we were gonna fly but uh, Will hates masks so we decided to take a little drive up here <laughs> fair. and, and jump talk up to Diggs Diggs is with you yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the numbers <sighs> yeah we gotta stay out of it right we gotta say, stay out of that listen, deal
0: listen uh, for a 25 minute flight is what it would have had to have been from Nashville to
5: Indianapolis yeah. there's not yeah. a non-stop there's Bro. not a non-stop so we're looking at a six hour deal is <laughs> so you're going to Dallas you're going to Atlanta you're all the way back to Detroit and then you hit Indianapolis yeah people wonder why
0: I fly private so much everybody's yeah. like oh it's cause you're bougie it's like well also, because this particular airport has zero direct flights anywhere, right. you're gonna have to go to hub cities. Thank you for driving up. Uh, obviously, oh, yeah. I hope you both didn't bring COVID into this fucking yeah, office. Yeah, do Triple oh, triple
5: We're all good. We got it all set up here, huh? Uh, yeah, I've been already
8: hit with it, so I'm good. I got the uh, you know the stuff that makes and you Antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and, and we, we do. Out. Yeah, we, me as well. And the animantium. Boat. I got animantium in there my is. body. There
5: Whoa. That's a big word. I'll have to Google that later. That's Is nice. Is that like unobtainium? It's in Wolverine's body. Um, <laughs> yeah. there we
8: go. Okay. Like adrenochrome?
0: All right, AJ. Uh, let's get let's get to a conversation here. I'll start with you, Taylor. And okay. I, I and I preface this outside. People, hey, you guys are uh, your mics are on back there. The, um, the by the way, I love that they're doing math right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, they're figuring out how to make sure we get the incredibly handsome gentleman from Busting with the Boys on the shot. AJ's become Steve Jobs with the uh, the black turtleneck. yeah, turtle. yeah. Yep. No, This looks is nice. He's wearing. A, he does look fantastic, and the light is radiating. Yeah, yeah. You you slap radi- a ten on that thing. It's a ten. Oh, right? what is it now? What is it? Yeah.
5: I give it an eight and a half. No, oh. I don't know. Still, good. still okay. solid. Hey, right? that's an Ohio it's eleven. Strong jawline. Nice. <laughs> got the big girthy neck. Yeah, he's it's got. Probably a, got something going on downstairs. He's AJ <laughs> Hawk. Something yeah. to call home about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's got six kids. Got it.
6: Boys, you got boys. Uh 3 girl or 1 girl and 3 boys oh, actually. Wow. Holy shit.
0: Yeah, you know to one get one the
5: boys kids. you got to have a, a bit of a deal going on down below. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I got two girls. So that's how it works for us. All right, let's saying? talk about your deal downstairs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want to talk about it? Yeah no, yeah. no 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 no. My my it was deal was voted most huggable in high school. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's uh, mouth hugs only. It was uh, a yeah, great, the, great right, right, That's right, right, awesome. Right, happy that happened. Congrats to you. Congrats. Thank
1: you.
0: Everybody's all about a good award, you know, and a good recognition. Um, let's talk about your your season here. and obviously busting with the boys is so fucking good. And the reason why I'm such a big fan of it is because I was doing podcasts when I was playing average. You guys doing podcasts while you're still playing playoff, Willie really, shout out, fucking getting the team to try. Oh yeah, people forget. But you guys are doing it while you're still playing and making a good podcast still. Whenever you're, you know, you're a pretty prominent name and you're doing shit off the field, if you have any slip, you are going to get attacked for it. No, First it, game over. Yes. So, for instance... Week can, one.
5: <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God.
0: No, but you do. You come back from an ACL tear, right. which is not fun at all. In a very, you know, you have to be in a position where you have to do hand-to-hand combat with one of the best in the game, Chandler Jones, week one. I assume it got real loud for you there. Like, I assume people were very loud for you. Like... Oh. Close oh, tough. you! This guy's focusing on fucking podcast. Yeah, talking.
5: Oh, he's so funny. He fucking can't block. <laughs> right. Goddamn he quarterback podcast, and he is blocking. He yeah, whole, the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. After the first quarter, I'd say not even after the first quarter. About halfway through the first quarter, I was just thinking, "Get me out of here! <laughs> I got to fake a cramp or something. I got to get the hell home <laughs> yes. and quick." Uh, first quarter, I hit a little uh, play action pass on him. Saw it coming from a mile away. pink around the edge. Done. Mm-hmm. Next, literally two series later. I, I take a pass it. I'm like, oh, I got a good angle. And then he does this, he's got these long, erratic arms where he's kind of coming at you in all sorts of ways. And I'm like, oh, I'm in a great position. And then all of a sudden he's here and I'm like, oh, we're done. Bang. <laughs> so he, he definitely took out the boy Tannehill a little bit. And it's tough when you're helping out your boy and say, hey, it won't happen again. But then it happened twice <laughs> in a game. And so he, yeah, he'd Listen. He got five sacks. And, think, and, right? Well, yeah, yeah, there it is. I was I was hoping you said no. I didn't give up five sacks. I gave up two sacks. And I was hoping. I, you'd say, I, I gave up two sacks. <laughs> he had five sacks in the game, but that I actually played worse than five sacks. I had a multiple hits, <laughs> multiple <laughs> pressures. I was getting walked back. It's like when you see the uh, the five star athlete in high school going against the one hundred and sixty five pound white offensive line. A lot of highlights. It was
7: tough,
8: dude. Yeah. It
5: yeah. was a tough deal. I actually came out of the game. Uh, to get an IV. I actually was cramping. And when they came back in, the announcer, who's a great guy, but made a fatal mistake by saying Taylor Lawans back in the game, which is not the time to do that. <laughs> the fans decided we're not okay with him. Oh, yeah, oh the MC. No. And you're talking they about get the, the PA. Pee- <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I look over at my, my left guard and I go, well, we're just here now, aren't we? Like, we're <laughs> eight years in this place and we're just getting dummied by the boys. So hey, it, was, it was a bit of a deal. It got better as it went, obviously not my best year, but uh, man, Chandler. Stud, Very good football player. good football point. player. Yeah, yeah, football good player. Uh, you're yeah. talking about the PA. You're talking about the PA in, in-house, in not the announcer on the television. You're yes. talking about in-house. in by the entire place. Announced it, and the whole place started booing.
0: Pro bowler. No. Superstar. <laughs> he let that out. Pillar of the <laughs> Titans. Yeah. A man who is be- very recognizable with this program, Taylor Lewan, back in at left half. Oh, fuck this! <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, he's so fucking funny.
0: No, but it was probably pretty loud, I assume, right?
5: And, and that, it, yeah, it was a tough gig. And, and the worst part was that the Arizona Cardinals actually took to the social media and decided to uh, put a picture of Chandler Jones up there and said, uh, "busting with the boys. The farther you get away from it, the funnier it is. And that was an excellent chirp by the Arizona Cardinals. That's good. It's that that my was home state phenomenal. team. Yeah, that's got to yeah, hurt. True. You Can't know what I'm it. saying? Like your pats this year. That's got to be a tough little deal, right? Well, that's oh, that's good Twitter. That's good Twitter. you, you got to bury the, the pats
0: any chance you get. Yeah. Definitely let that shoot. Oh, and the before AJ has a question, Will, I want to ask you, you're doing this podcast, Bust with the Boys. Great podcast. Great YouTube. Thanks for having me on, by the way. Thank you for having oh, me on.
8: Thanks for coming, bro.
0: No, it was an honor. Foxy and mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. Normally when I fly to those uh, SmackDown shows, I go in. I do the show, and then I leave. I don't see anything. Flew in a little bit earlier to fucking stop by. It was awesome. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Thank you for having me. Great show. Good program you got, to. Mm-hmm. The people around Thank you, you guys Doug are great. Gone. Subscribe.
5: Yeah. Rate five stars. Ring the bell.
2: mm
0: mm-hmm. This one right here, I think. No, no. This one right here, right now. Yeah. No, this yeah. one right oh, here. Oh, yeah, right there. Subscribe. <laughs> you should subscribe to the Bustle with the Boys podcast, but it is... You guys are unbelievable, and the YouTube. You guys are great. It's growing. The business is growing. You are getting picked up by teams, then you're off teams, then you're back on teams, then you're off teams. And I think you and I chatted about this, how no coaches that don't know you are going to roll the dice on getting this podcaster in the building, especially at the position that you're at, teamer guy, linebacker guy. Mm -hmm. Getting a chance to go back in with the podcast, did it change anything with your teammates or coaches or anything like that with the success of your podcast while still playing?
8: I would say this year, no. Like, all the boys were hype about it. You know what I mean? Like, Versace is in there saying, like, hey, Will, like, he'd coach me on, a, like, a punt set or something. He's like, put that on your fucking radio show. you. <laughs> like, you're Johnny Carson bullshit. You say my name again on your podcast, you're going to have to start paying me money. And we're all, everyone's laughing. Like, people enjoyed the podcast. Like, I was telling you about the, uh, man, I'm forgetting his name, the coach that you knew in India. Burbs. Yeah, Burbs. He was all about it. But I, you walk into the building and you kind of feel a little weird walking in because you know you have busting with the Boys And you don't want to seem like you're trying to, like, clown around when everybody takes, you know... Or get inside information or bury anybody. Correct, yes. Yeah, there's
0: a lot. There's a lot you have to balance, by the way.
8: Yes, and was like, hey, are you going to do any episodes? I was like, I mean, we have a few in the library, but once we get to the back end, like, if I'm still around, we'll have to do some to, you know, appease sponsors and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's weird, but all the boys, welcome with open arms. And like I said, like, I knew the team. I know a lot of the roster. And uh, knowing the coaching staff and Coach Bisaccia ahead of time is very helpful.
0: That's an interesting thing going forward for you, too, Taylor. I mean, I know you're a big, I mean, this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Left half. Big, big time. He, yeah. Hey, he's got the house on the big side of town. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. The further in that town you hey, get, time. the bigger the house uh, gets. Really? He's fucking at the end of the road. End of the <laughs> block. The yeah. cul-de-sac. Next hey, he's All the way at the end of the cul-de-sac. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Him and. Uh,
6: Timberlake. Him and Vrabes are next to our neighbors. Right next to each other. Yeah. Go ahead, AJ. It's beautiful. You and Bisaccia. Hey, uh, shout out uh, to Will. Will uh, Bisaccia getting hired. In Green Bay to be the special teams guys, like the most celebrated special teams hire of all time. I feel like when it, when it comes to coaching. And second question, real quick: oh, your wow. shoes, the monarch. What's <laughs> yeah. the deal? Are you are we ironic? Are we serious? Did they start <laughs> ironic and now you're serious?
8: That's a great question, and I think the the last thing you said there is kind of how it happened. It was a little more like uh, ironic at first, and I think I just bought him and was just I bought him for a fit last year to go to the Titans game. We were about to. It was like the last game of the year, or maybe we were going into the uh, play the Ravens. And I had this starter jacket on, and I wanted shoes to go with it. I had these. I had these uh, pit vipers on I had a starter Ooh, jacket yeah. and so I wanted to roll with the, the monarchs and then from there the way everybody had fun on social media I was like yeah I'm just going to wear these things was like hey you, you kind of look dumb and shit which kind of makes me think <laughs> it like wasn't,
5: it wasn't w- phrased like that but it was just a bit Taylor, right
8: Taylor chirped me so I felt like I had to dig my heels in the ground like you know I'm going to embrace this a little and bit and now more, that's right? the rest of your life yeah then now it's the rest and hey by the way AJ it's baby month we're, we're expecting this month so I'm in full Damn. congratulations,
5: congratulations. congratulations.
8: Congrats. Congratulations! That is Thank awesome.
0: You. And uh, AJ knows about uh, you know you you've done numerous AJ Hawk chants on this thing. Uh-huh. When we were chatting on bus, and I don't know if he listened or watched. You know AJ's busy, hundred
8: kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. AJ,
0: this guy's a big fan of yours, so maybe not fucking bury him in your first yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. Please. Please. Do you, I said, what you said
8: You said you said what do I love doing? Uh, what's that? What do I love doing with AJ? AJ Hawk. A.J. Hawk! A.J. Hawk! -Hawk. I get it! A.J. Hawk! I got it! A.J. Hawk! A.J. Hawk! We're
5: doing
0: it! A.J. Hawk! Now, Now do what you were just doing there, like the, yeah, we were doing it again. Say say everything you were saying in between those. I got it. What, what? we're doing it. What? what here we are. What it's happening. What we've done it. What that's yes. 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 all right. Look at that. That's it's so easy to
5: catch on. What a fun show. That is you What a fun show. <laughs> cool. This is really nice. You having a good time? I have. I'm having a great time. I actually have a question. You you obviously have the nice big desk. Yeah. But I want to know what the thing is here with the totem pole. Why is your desk so much higher? Wow. Versus over here and I'm not trying oh, to cause anything that no. might be going so on So it's here. cameras.
0: It's all for the cameras yeah. every mm-hmm. camera angle base I what also
5: told have you guys? An, I
1: also have an inferiority complex
5: inferior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tough words three syllables. That's a hard deal. Yeah. I get it all the time oh, Three man. weeks after the season these this mouth doesn't work very good yeah. I think
0: it's a lot more syllables than three. Inferior, yeah. That's a lot it's about a <laughs> <laughs> but, also,
5: but also a general studies major, right? So here we are Go blue um, Tom Brady.
0: Let's talk about a little, he retired. You know him? You're friends with him? Uh, I've met him. I've
5: shook his hand. We were, I was suspended when we were practicing against them and uh, we had a nice little one-on-one conversation mm-hmm. and I was in the dumps. I didn't know what to think about it and I was like, hey Tom, you know, when you had the whole deflate gate thing, I didn't say it to him at the time, but I was like, <laughs> hey, when you got suspended, what did you do? <laughs> and he goes, yeah man, I didn't, I didn't, I uh, didn't, I didn't know what to think of it. So me and my wife and the kids just went to Spain for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. What a legend. Different worlds we're living in. Yeah, yeah. I'm terrified of coming back not in shape, and this dude's hitting Spain for a little bit. Yeah, right? A little well, salsa dancing, whatever they do over there, right? <laughs> I have a good time. It was beautiful. He but probably yeah.
0: wanted to escape probably, but he's able to do that because he doesn't have to do hand-to-hand combat with people. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. do that. When you think about like next year, next season, Titans are in a good spot. A yeah. good spot. Depending upon who, we get a quarterback too. I mean, True. Who's we? Well,
5: Indianapolis Colts, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's You know what? Great team. Actually, your boy on there, the little bobblehead, Robert Mathis. I was having a hell of a year in 2016. No sacks, giving up a week eight. I hit in there. Woo. Robert Mathis is sitting across from me, smaller individual, hell of a spin move on him. And I get a chip. They're saying, hey, we're going to throw you one in the beginning of the game. Give it to you. First third down of the game. He gets chipped. I'm like, oh, we're money in the bank. <laughs> Put my hands out there. Never touched him. <laughs> Big spin move. Sorry, Marcus. So that was a bit of a deal. But uh, yeah, the Colts oh, do the way, he, by Best offensive line in the league too. Quentin hold Wilson. on.
0: By the way, he knew that you gave up zero sacks going into that game. He had to. I would assume. Yeah. yeah, Robert Robert had all the check. Well, never gave uh-huh. it up. Huh? Here we go. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do this. The Colts are good. The AFC South, though, big question mark, right? I mean, Houston just got a new coach in Lovey Smith. Jacksonville is Jacksonville, but they got Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's they've been able to win. Will they be able to pull it off? Who the fuck knows? The Colts and the Titans, though, seem to be
5: every single year going at it, right? Yeah, and it seems like the Colts have really been the team that's, for the last— Forever has been the team. The That's why we we're talking so much shit. Because it was Houston. It was Houston, the Colts. And <laughs> yes. now like uh-huh. the Houston's kind of taking a dip, which they'll come back up eventually, right? Yeah. Got to play both sides of the fences. I'm not trying to get in trouble. No bulletin board material. Smart and then you friends put up the on Titans. that ass. Now you yeah, got Titans and the Colts going, but the Colts, the Colts seem like a great franchise. They got great coaches, <laughs> a dominant offense line, a great defense, an absolute psychopath at linebacker. I think overall, you guys are looking at a solid 4.5 years to be a good team.
0: Thank you. Out of five, you're assuming. I'm assuming you're saying, and yeah. that is uh, the maniac. He's that's his actual name. Yeah, I don't.
5: I don't think that's his government name, but I believe that's what they call him.
0: You should think about changing it if he wants to commit to the bit because he sure. is yeah. an absolute monster on the field. But whenever you think about the position you guys are in with Derrick Henry and Tannehill and everything you guys got cooking what? down there you were able to win with like 90 guys on that roster Yeah. what yeah. is the culture in there and why do you think you guys win whenever there's just you guys had no reason being the number one seed this year I think everybody outside the building would say that inside the building you're not going to say that but with all the adversity and shit that was going on with that team why do you think that building has become what it has become well, I,
5: I agree with everything you said except for the fact that when we were playing we did have 91 guys and we were the number one AFC and the AFC we literally said we have no business <laughs> the team, the one seed in the AFC See, this is wild, boys. I can't believe we made it through that. When Derek went down against your beloved team, everyone was kind of looking at each other like, how are we going to like define ourselves now? What are we going to turn into? And then a slew of guys start coming in. Uh, AJ gets hurt a couple times. Julio's hurt a couple times. And I'm looking at the Pats game. We're playing the Pats. And the starting lineup, there's four drafted guys in the whole starting lineup. Ooh. And it's like, Jeez. hey, boys, let's just keep grinding through it and see what happens. But I think, uh I think the coaching, the leadership of the coaching, and here I am, on the knees right now for Braves. I, I hate doing it, you know, because we all know who Braves is, he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, a fantastic know, guy. I hate complimenting he's a guy we all guy. know who he is. But yeah. he, loves, he loves it. Uh, but Vraves is definitely the dude that put us in that position. Every single week during his team meetings, he definitely stuffs it. Stuffs it down us to make sure that we know the ins and outs of the team we're going against, and a team he's always very complimentary of is the Indianapolis Colts. So hold on
0: though, he seems like big meathead. We, I've heard stories from some Ohio people. In Ohio, people are Ohio people. Yeah, we all know different. that. We all know that. Right. Ohio dude he's an Ohio dude We own AJ's a perfect depiction of one as is Vrabel everybody thinks he's a meathead rocks for brings. that's what everybody thinks about all Ohio people right he is a cerebral football IQ through the roof it feels like he's able to it seems like he's a part of everything he'll talk to the specialists he'll be over there with the defense he'll be over there with the offense do you think he doesn't get anywhere near the amount of credit for football IQ and strategy and shit I think
5: it'll come I I mean the way coach of the year right now says a lot about him but I think as it goes people are really going to realize they always say he's he's tough he's a tough guy he's a Mm -hmm. tough guy he really is, and he's got the best sidekick in the world. His name is Stretch. He's like his, his uh, secretary, slash watches all the film, and he puts this tape together called Friday Tape. And we all sit there, and Vrabel just does this little comedy but his 15 minutes at z- uh, Zany's. <laughs> That's a hot 15. <laughs> oh, dude. Hot 15, just crushing the boys. This fucking guy, oh, we're going to play against this guy? All right, here's what you got to do against him. And he just lays it down for you and how it works when you play Josh Allen. He, when we played Josh Allen, he was talking, I'm not going to say, because yeah. if I start saying what he said about him, no, if I start saying what he said, I said, then I'm gonna have this on the OTAs meeting, mm-hmm. and he's gonna uh, pause this, and he's, he's do- gonna, I'm, and I'm gonna get absolutely abused. Will knows exactly what I'm talking about there. Well, this is what me and Will were just
0: talking about, actually,
5: him going into building and not giving away too much while yeah. playing, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, but I think Vrabel is definitely a meathead, definitely gets after it, definitely a psychopath, but he's got the IQ to go with it. The brains are still there. Go ahead, AJ. I mean, that's pretty – it's a hell of a combo. I think a lot of people would love to have –
6: I think because he's such a meathead and because he is so tough, people overlook how smart he is sometimes. But speaking of that, Taylor, we were watching all throughout the year and as your season was going, you guys had some awesome celebrations in the locker room where you and Braves are giving it to each other, forearms – Punches just meeting out all over the
5: place. Did that oh escalating everything? Meeting out, out all over just the place. Out. Yeah, meeting out. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, those things, those are never planned. Obviously, Vrabel comes in, he wants to be calm. Cool, collect guy was in there, win with grace, lose with grace type of attitude. But when you win a big one or two, you gotta give him a little shove. And that's all it takes. The wick on that guy's like this. It's like a, it's like <laughs> a, a dangerous fire. Yeah. give him a little shove, that he comes in with I've been punched in the face by Vrabel by accident, I'm assuming, about a dozen times <laughs> since he's been my coach. And every single one is welcome. I do I have a tendency to sleep sometimes so i'm happy he was uh, light on my jaw uh
0: <laughs> hey um will <laughs> we're combine week here in indianapolis i don't want to pivot away from it but it's a real thing uh-huh. you i don't remember undrafted drafted late
8: undrafted baby now non-combine grinder i didn't go to combine oh, yeah. either by the way i wasn't invited either
0: they invited like 30 punters there and they all stunk by the way out no they did but you They're- got drafted yeah pretty cool
5: uh, yeah, it is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. The, doesn't, yeah, yeah, the drafted, king of the subtle flex. yeah. king of the subtle flex. Yeah,
0: maybe the best 222 of all time. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was late. It was late. It was late in the game, but Bill Polian, and I wasn't even really a punter when he drafted me. He thought I could figure it out. Whatever the case, my draft story is... Very fascinating and dumb. But for you, whenever you think about like this combine week, what is something that they can't find out this combine that makes somebody a great player? Like, why do we give a fuck if somebody has great film about how fast? Because you'll see somebody from this combine that has terrible film, terrible tape, move way up. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, this guy's a bust. It was like, well, maybe he's not a bust. Maybe he, this guy wasn't as good at football as we all thought he was, and then he did some good shit at this whole thing. What do you think it takes to, like, make a good player in the NFL and a good team? Because you feel, I feel like you're a team guy, glue guy. How come that is never really taken into account, you think, when building a team? And, and the great teams do, I guess.
8: Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great question. I feel like coaches and scouts and everybody gets caught up in the fantasy football world of combine, numbers, highlights. Like, everybody gets to make all these different things now for these guys. Um... But bro, as, as far as like what makes a good player and a good teammate and stuff like that, I mean, I don't know. I guess isn't energy
0: like a hundred percent of it? Almost like if you bring good energy every day, I feel like people are going to gravitate to you and like you. If, yeah, you can be, you can bring good energy though,
8: and not be good at football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we're like, assuming a lot, you're lot of those there. guys. There's probably more of those guys than <laughs> not. Yeah. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. a lot of
0: those
8: guys out there.
0: Energy stuff. Energy stuff. It's football, a tough I'm, deal I'm, to have. Maybe make it in the NFL is a little bit more difficult. But what I'm saying is, like, why do you think some players like make it and some people? don't even if all of the goddamn all of the accolades are shifted in the wrong direction like you're probably not supposed to be in the nfl for as long as you're supposed yeah. to be there's zero chance they were saying that about you when you're coming out that's why you want undrafted why do you think some guys make it and some guys don't what do you think is the x factor
8: i think there is a little bit of luck involved but outside of that like the like the intangible stuff that everybody talks about like you i feel like for me personally you have to have like an obsession with being in the film room like for me i was on the fourth on the on every depth chart every day. So I got maybe two or three reps of practice in OTAs. Can't
6: fuck those
0: up. In
8: training camp, I started that way. And um, you can't, you're right, like you can't fuck those up. And I would game plan, I would go in after practicing and game plan our offense because I knew in my head they were only going to install so much each and every day. So, if they're running a stretch one day, they might have a boot off it the next day. So I need to, like, trying to get those tendencies and taken from what Coach Pelini and those guys taught me in Nebraska, I would just kind of be game planning our offense every day on film. And then, like, once you're out there and they see, like, a kid calling out, hey, alert play action because X is nasty. This motion's happening. Alert the stretch here. And you're being loud and understand the check's going on. They could be like, hey, this kid kind of knows what he's talking about. And in training camp, Keenan Robinson was a draft pick the year before. And uh, so he had, uh, you know, some hype coming with him. Like, you know, he's going to bounce back from this pec injury. Day one of training camp, uh, I was again, I was a four. He was the one. He tears his pec again. So I move up to the threes. And then an undrafted cat who was ahead of me on the depth chart, my same year, rookie with me, he ends up tearing his hamstring. Uh-huh. So I got to work with the twos. So I'm getting a lot, lot more of reps. Refs, and Lots when those moments come, like, that's when you got to, like you know, be prepared for your moment. Be prepared for your opportunity. So I feel like that's kind of how it happened.
0: Isn't it crazy, though, that people think you're probably just some dumbass who brings a lot of energy, who just plays football? But there's, like, like the Edger and James story at Hall of Fame night, where he was like, I'd go out with all the guys, I would drink cranberry juice, I would drive them all home, then I'd go work out. Like, people don't think about, like, hey, there's a reason why people are in the yeah. NFL, even though, like, Taylor's an absolute, you know, yeah. beauty here. <laughs> but he's probably right. a pretty cerebral <laughs> individual when it comes to the football. I, I think the IQ of, the football IQ of the NFL is not appreciated or talked about enough I don't think personally in the entire grand scheme of No race.
8: yeah I mean I'd agree with you and and you got to know what you're good at too like I knew like what this what people thought of me like coaches like limited ceiling athletically like, all all the bullshit that they talked about Hard worker like, though hey right? oh, yeah. first one in last one launch out barrel, no. yeah launch barrel guy What, what? coach's son What no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> But uh but yeah man like Playing from the neck up, AJ, I'm sure, is familiar with this. Obviously, he was a high draft pick, but he yeah. seems like a very. Bro, he absurd. ran a 4 4, four, four this linebacker. fucking guy. Yeah, Jesus. Jesus. Right, but. Did you, you ever play
5: against him, Taylor? I don't believe I did, AJ. When did you retire?
6: I was done, I believe, in, I don't
8: know, 15, 16. Okay, so. We did
5: a preseason game against them. Oh, how'd you do? Uh, I didn't. Wasn't starting, so it was perfect. I, don't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to deal with him. Clay Matthews gave me the business on a field goal unit, though, and that was tough. Oh, that you was blocked, hey, from. Clay
0: Matthews almost blocked a punt on me in the Pro Bowl. Son of a bitch! Yes, in the Pro Bowl. Well, Nobody's was, trying. Yeah, this fucking guy. He's maximum effort. He's, hey,
5: yeah. No, hey, those guys don't, don't play the Maximum play. effort guys in the Pro Bowls can suck it, though. Like, I'm not trying to bring bad energy, but don't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be that guy. Like, I'm trying to have fun with the boys, but Pro Bowl, and you're going to be a Gordy Gohard, get out of here. Hey, they want JJ. that energy. What's They want that MVP. <laughs> Yeah, they want that MVP. The What's truck. MVP get you? it's a like Gen- everyone, everyone No, knows. It's, like a, it's like a little Genesis. I don't even know what makes that.
0: Hey, Genesis is Chrysler. His great, great ordeal. Oh, yeah, the halftime show. Great video. Yeah, oh, yeah, hey, I appreciate that answer out of you though. Well, I yeah, here's fucking Clay. Did, he touched my shin, missed I'm the mad ball. With you. Pissed. Say a word. Yeah, I ate breakfast with him before the game. Yeah. yeah. That was first time I meet him. I thought we had a great <laughs> couple of those. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's a pretty <laughs> quiet guy. I thought we had a pretty good interaction. Sure. And as soon as the game that's first punt. First I was like, oh, I'm in a Pro Bowl. Ain't nobody trying. I can just sit back here and fucking just bombs away. And then all of a sudden I get the ball and I see him like in my periphery. I'm like, what the fuck? Seems like he's getting real close. And then i like, <laughs> I had to quick that thing out and yeah. he touches my shin. Yeah. I do a full immediate. What the fuck? And then, <laughs> He's like laughing and jogging away. <laughs> AJ's told me that he probably was just so excited to tell the story that he blocked a
5: punt.
1: AJ probably told him in that it problem. would be funny. We'll get him. Yeah. yeah,
5: like that's a funny thing to think about. But yeah. you're, you're, me and you are on the same page. Like, no hey, doubt. Chill the fuck out. Don't house, go man. hard. Another thing you talked about was uh, getting that pun off fast. Kind of like the, how the uh, football IQ isn't brought up enough in football. I think punters, no, it's more of an art arts it's game. Enough, being no. around Brett Kern, Very more, good. the best punter in the NFL. Yes, I think being around Brett Kern and watching the way he does it, now, how Howie, uh, don't do that. Well, Jake well goes, if do I say it, it's a much bigger on on deal me. than
0: you. So, like, yeah. if, if I... Well, I
5: think, why is that? Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to bug you there. I was trying to get you going.
0: No, but Brett, man. I think Brett is, like, if I... I don't think you can do best because situational. Like, you guys are in a... That's a bad stadium to punt in. Actually, it's pretty windy. Is down it there. really? Yeah, that open end. Every time I played against you guys, it was terrible weather. We yeah. were talking about that beforehand. When we there was a storm that went in there, so he him able to do that. I think is a big deal. He's a robot, and he is so fucking good. So I think like
5: he is in the top like two, mm-hmm. hey, but I don't want to like make a. Who's the other ones in the top two? I don't know. That's why I was literally just. You got to give. A, so make him top three, so that way you have a little. No, more no, no, no. I'm not doing hey, top hey, two. What hey, makes, hey, what what makes you the best though,
6: Pat? Like there's different things. Can you can yeah, you pin Trishway's him a out bomber. of bounds? Can you bomb it? What yeah.
0: So there's so many different styles. Like Tressel a bomber. He just sits back there and he hits. Big balls And it is awesome He's incredibly athletic Brett Kern's like He will snipe the sidelines He'll snipe it him He's and the best Morse, player on
5: our team Him and Mort <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
4: joking in our One, Vrabel has referred to Brett Kern As the best too. player yeah. on our team
0: Yeah
5: well, I was, To I was, Derek's face
4: His Madden rating's
0: probably <laughs> yeah. Highest in the entire He's a robot That guy's a fucking yeah, robot Yeah, he's he's very Jay Bailey. Good. Yeah He's unbelievable he's as well unbelievable. He actually is That's on New England Bios He's actually unbelievable Jack yeah, Fox actually is the best player On the line. Jack Fox is very Yeah there's so many But then there's a bunch of shit you know, yeah. and you don't find out you have the shit. I think until, like Brett and Kern is done or whatever. It. Yeah, you know I mean, right. like Rigoberto Sanchez, who came in after me here. He's fucking really, really good. i you know, selfish reasons. Open. Hey, I hope this guy stinks. But the guy they traded for and signed <laughs> to come in after me. Kind of said a little something in his press conference. He never mm-hmm. saw me do anything or whatever. I was like, oh, I'm definitely better than you. So, actually, uh <laughs> yeah. I worked uh, uh, with Rigo a little bit, yeah. you know, but he didn't need it. He was a fucking grinder worker. He's incredible. But there's some guys that shouldn't be in the NFL that are just in the NFL. You know, lucky situations, like
5: you're saying. Lack of numbers?
0: Yeah. Like, hey, we just need a guy.
5: Not enough soccer players retired yet? Something like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not that easy, <laughs> asshole. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm <laughs> curious. What's both of you
3: guys' relationship with Tannehill like? Because it seems like, like he's had a, a career resurgence there, but... And he got paid. He's taking you guys to the playoffs. But every single time there's, like, a new quarterback available, it's they're they're always saying, like, hey, if the Titans can upgrade a quarterback, you know, that could really get him over the hump. Like, he doesn't really seem like a rah-rah guy or anything like that. Like, what's he like in the locker room?
5: He's quiet. He's a leader. He's a guy that gets to the point and uh, works his ass off, too. I think when it comes to the media saying if the Titans can upgrade at this, it's like, at the end of the day what are we trying to do in the media we're trying to get clicks hey come do this come watch this hey this guy said this about Tannehill not being good enough so let's get Aaron Rodgers that whole type of thing huh yeah yeah. people have have mentioned that not gonna happen he bought land uh huh he bought raw Raw land land. 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 we learned from this
0: guy the home plate face over there Mm -hmm. he told us it was raw land in Nashville true yeah so it's a, know, it's a fun, know.
5: beautiful place to live. It's outstanding. But I think when it comes to Tannehill, guys are guys love, respect, and uh, definitely have Tannehill's back all the way through.
0: How about when he almost blew his shit out during that finger roll? The, oh, uh, the Buffalo game, right? He's freak athlete. Though. Tannehill, freak yeah. athlete. he played, played wide receiver. receiver in college. Yeah. Oh, yeah, forget about that because he went to Miami to be quarterback. They actually paid him. Oh, he yeah. wasn't probably anywhere near his peak. He was a
5: first-round pick, like top 15 pick, right? He
0: yeah. was 16 or yeah, something like so, that? Mm-hmm. Great athlete. Stud. Off the field, ping pong. Great, like anything like that? Do you guys have any in that cornhole? I don't know, he
5: strikes, they don't me. Have that there. he strikes me as a guy that is probably good at everything, but Will. they don't have a ping pong table there, no. you. I, you we don't. You. We don't. Yeah, me. Yeah, you, you guys, guys have one? one? Where? I That's don't know. Paltz? What are we doing here?
0: Yes, I'm talking about the Titans facility. There's no ping pong table? There's no
5: ping pong table.
0: You said they don't have that there. Well, I, I've been in a wow. place that had cornhole boards oh. and ping pong table. What Same. Do you, why do you think Vrabel doesn't have it, Will? I haven't won a Super Bowl He yet. doesn't like
8: to have a whole lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brable's definition of fun Is listening to his jokes Got some solid jokes That's true And oh. you banter in between meetings Yeah You're not gonna have a ping pong You guys were eating cake Brable The other day. day That's yeah. Yeah. Oh. You oh.
5: Fingers Buddy. my boy Three knuckles deep in there How <laughs> different is it with
8: me as a non-player Vrabel yeah. versus being a player, I will of say
5: when when Will made a second stint with the Titans, there was a bit of a deal where he'd come in and every meeting he would greet Will with, "What did our media market guy do today?" <laughs> <laughs> Talk about what he did Taylor on Twitter. Taylor come
8: in from like he would just be rehab, and everybody's like, "Taylor, you got to come in and listen to Vrabel, like get on Will for yeah. doing social media, murder and
5: him." And then they they leave the area, and, and Vrabel sending Will texts about how we have to go to Aspen next year to go skiing or something like that. <laughs> I was like, it's a
8: it's a, it's a mind fuck. It's a I mind like we've, fuck, dropped a, we've dropped
5: a lot of F-bombs on this show, and I don't know how many we're allowed to have, but definitely a mind fuck then he gave me that's an air cement. fryer
8: for my wedding and I'm like does this guy mess with me yeah. are we trying to get he's a, never buying. You know.
0: me he's you out dude I was in a uh, group chat with him and Vrabes one oh, night yeah. <laughs> it was awesome he started burying Will in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. hey Will's his
5: safety net of just destroying because he knows will, will come back He said he's uh, like an abused dog He's oh, kind of he, he doesn't know he doesn't know anything else
0: he said oh Will call Taylor that's yeah. what he said in the middle of the group chat yeah. he goes oh time to cry for Taylor it was one no. text I was like Vrabes this is a the other
8: day when he was uh, remember we were in the group chat after the uh, cake eating night? Yeah, it's a And he was game. like, Hey Vrabel goes, uh, Will, give me the give me the four team keys in 30 seconds and I'll sign you for year 10 and he He takes a screenshot I'm eating breakfast so I'm not I wasn't getting in time so he already sent screenshot number one and then screenshot number two saying time's up I'm like oh sorry I'm not eating and he's like what are you eating Taylor's ass
0: (laughs) 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 we just had a great
8: night
5: that was a tough text to come come look at after putting my child down (laughs) bro
0: this guy would have had a fucking contract though you missed it. imagine imagine
5: that was the one that he said ah never mind how long before in practice you guys are like whoa coach of the year Fucking jacking off about that. Oh, we were killing him at the Preds game on Saturday. <laughs> that that at Nissan Stadium. Yeah, because he had that cake. It said, "Coach." Yeah, he bought it himself. Oh, big dog now. He loves it. No, oh, they God. bought the cake for him. He's not buying that cake. No, I don't know about that. Vrabel's definitely the guy. He's gonna have a picture of himself up there, and it's gonna say C O T Y twenty twenty one. Hey, he earned it. Hey, Vrabes. No, yeah, yeah, he he did. Did. Vrabes. Oh yeah, he earned it. The right. Number one seed, ninety one players. You said it. Ninety one players. God, Let's playoffs. talk about the
0: environment of the place where you fingered his mouth. Sure. Preds game. You become like a pseudo mascot for them. Isn't that weird? Yeah, the Penguins are much better than Preds yeah. but I love what mm-hmm. you have brought to that. Whoa, that, that place whoa, has whoa. been awesome. Let,
5: him, let the man speak, Will. Yeah, pre- say- <laughs> hey, welcome to <laughs> hockey, Nashville. We're the fucking
0: shot. daddies. Okay, yeah. I hate to break it to you. I know that'll come. No, I love what Nashville has become. You <laughs> need <it had> to change that tone quick. No, it's real though because whenever they had that run and it, some there's country musicians singing drunk, off-key, mm-hmm. national anthems. Outstanding. There was entire parties on Broadway. I mean, the whole city showed up for the Preds especially yeah. when they went on the run. And that whole thing has become incredible. It's become a great hockey town. Have you always been a hockey fan? And how did that whole relationship start? You?
5: Think? Yeah, I, I grew up as a hockey fan a little bit. My brother played, and actually uh, was drafted for juniors. Ooh, four. so big hockey family. And then when I was it's at, got Clap out there. What? Yeah. What? So we would go out there. And when I was at Michigan too, ho- I hang out with the hockey boys all the time. Play poop dollar, uh, drink with the boys. I nice. do a whole bunch of fun hey, stuff. That's
0: a drinking house. That is the a hockey fun, house. Fun
5: game. Yeah. But uh, so I get to the Preds. Basically, the way the whole beer chugging thing started, me kind of like putting myself in their culture, they wanted Marcus Mariota to be. Kind of the guy that went there, waved the towel one day, and you know anybody who knows Marcus knows, guy does not care at all about being the center. Hey, he's of coming attention. to the Colts, maybe. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> It sounds like everybody's coming to the Colts. Maybe. So Marcus, Marcus didn't want to do it, so they're like, hey, all right, we'll get the old line. You know, your boy is all about being the center of attention, so I'm stoked. And I tell the boys, hey, we're going we're to get catfish, or we're going to chug it, uh and we're going to chug beers, blah blah blah. And they're like, ah, I don't know if we should do it or not. A bunch of guys didn't want to, you know, make a big deal of the whole thing. It's like, boys. This is our opportunity. This is our chance. I make the most of us, this. this is a big deal for us. <laughs> so I get one catfish. They don't want to do it. They're a little nervous and I feel like I'm selling out the boys right now, but I'm really not. And they put a luge and we do the beer chug off the luge. And that was kind of, kind of the rest of it. After that. Everybody's I, I, all in. By the maybe. way, immediately
0: upon yeah. the, any doubt from the boys was probably, hey, we're offensive linemen. Right. Let's not do too much. Yeah, I don't
5: believe in that. Well, I respect them because <laughs> yeah. I was a punter. So. See? So stand I out and it kind of rubs people the wrong way. You see people that maybe are punters from uh, from the past or offensive alignment from the past, and they're like, "Hey, buddy, well, you know you should be kind of just stand in line. Not a stand in line guy. Can't do it. Can't yeah. do it. Won't be a part of it. So Shane, why? What, why do you have to stand in line? Uh, I think it's uh, the old thing with offensive alignment. It's one of those deals where you have stupid. to be like tradition. Okay, yeah, I hundred percent agree. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's kind of like fit into your own box, be seen not heard type of mentality, and then. Um, I just didn't want to do that. Tried to do it at Michigan, miserable. Tried to do it my first year at the Titans, miserable. So I thought I'll just be myself, and things have worked out pretty okay.
0: Yeah, pretty good. You yeah. show up oh, as yeah.
1: the uh, Dukes of Hazard uh, boss. boss. Did you hear from Boss Hogg. Did You hear from Peter? Peter H- 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 uh, right. about was. the catfish drinking out of it? The mm. peta no, is? I didn't hear about who peta catches those
5: catfish uh i don't not i'm not sure you ever gone fist in a fish before? no i've never fisted a fish i've i've thought about it i've wanted to but i don't know really the, the process <laughs> i've done And then it. have you heard of snapping turtles obviously you've heard of them but yeah you they're never in kinda, the same holes yeah. they're in the same hole Ooh. or maybe like a neighbor hole
0: and well you don't know out. which hole is which hole
5: it's like one's an oval that's the snapper boy and then the actual circle but listen i'm not you great can't at see it in lake water either yeah i'm not a shapes guy i don't know how that <laughs> stuff works geometry or whatever it was I start fisting a hole, and I get a finger bit off. It's just not a fun game to me. I've gone in there. you got to make sure there's no snapping turtles in the lake you're going. I did it in... uh, How do you make sure? Do you just rake out the lake, or what do you do?
0: Well, the kid that was like 17 I was with that was chewing, I don't know, he had half a tin in his mouth. Vrabel. Top and bottom. Yeah, he did have a Vrabel in. He He had had a Vrabel Vrabel in, top and bottom in. He assured me that there was no snapping turtles. So, (laughs) I knew it. I went in there. (laughs) He had all his fingers? Yeah. I didn't even check, to be honest. It was a quick thing. It was a quick thing. We got on the lake, and he knew where the big hole was. So there's catfish. I guess there's holes in every lake or wherever it is. And the reason why they attack your hand is because they think you're another catfish trying to get the hole. So you're trying to move up and move into their house. So like the big hole is always going to have a big catfish in it because if a little catfish comes in there, he's going to get bullied out of there inevitably anyways. So they knew exactly where the big hole was. Hey, this is where you're going to go. We went down there. I couldn't see shit because it was a lake. So I was bent over like this for probably 45 minutes in this fucking lake, going down... Punching the side of a lake, I underwater couldn't. mouth,
5: yeah. mouth. The breathing areas were underwater. Yeah,
0: yeah, under there. And then I go in there finally, and I had oh, a glove man. on. Did not matter because that some bitch was all the way up to here. And they just have like sandpaper in their mouths. Just drag down. You go through to fit. You fist the fish. Then you find the gill. You lock it up, and then you eat. You're fighting that thing out no of the hole. Shit. Told. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Big motherfucker. But that's who you're drinking off. You're disrespecting like a dinosaur. I just yeah. yeah,
5: those things are pretty ridiculous. But, yeah, if PETA comes knocking, I'll probably just ignore their call. So it's all good. Preds stink this year, or are you guys good? No, I think at one point we were doing pretty awesome. they blown out. I don't, don't us know. they uh, terrible. Yeah. We, no just played, we just played the best team in the entire league, yeah, the, 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 the Lightning. Golden Knights. And we, well, you and boozing, yeah. the, the Bruins. You and uh, boozing. Yeah, That's your what Pekka's outstanding guy's an absolute legend, Nashville legend, very good Roman Yossi out there, Ryan, uh, Ryan Johansson. You got Philip Forsberg. The boys are primed, and here's the deal: it doesn't matter in hockey. Yeah, you guys are it...
3: trading him though. Yeah,
5: he's worth a lot of money. What are you guys doing? He's worth a lot of money. Yeah, you guys trying to win
0: or not? A lot of Guess money coming to the
5: Pens, dude. I'm, I'm the pen. That I do I that, that. I don't. I've never had anything against the pens, but now I do. So don't. I don't care. I don't want to. <laughs> you guys you don't care. We're around forever. We have the greatest two players of all time. Yeah. Was it Malik and uh, Crosby? Uh-huh. Let's exactly. <laughs> Let's get to a break. We'll back. Are, and are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, we gotta get to a break.
0: <laughs> what? Malik? I nailed it. Mario Lemieux and Sidney Crosby. Suck it sideways. And dude. then you're Mario right. Lemieux number is old Number, He's number five. Four of all time. But Kenny Malkin. Wow. Well, okay. it's
1: yeah, Bobby Orr. I think I, I would well, agree with that. Nah, we're well, that's Boston, out, though. That's Boston. <clears throat> Was he? Oh, yeah. We're yeah, back I'm on sure. the other side
0: with more with the Bustin' with the Boys podcast. Taylor and Will. I'm sure Vrabes is
8: going to love this show. I don't oh, know. He's we'll going to love it, dude. We'll definitely see. we got to give him some clips. Yeah, yeah. you got to see. Yeah, it, don't too. worry. I, I, send I, it I got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Vrabes talked you up on the show, man.
0: Today's show is brought to you by Arby's. Okay. Nice. All offseason, we're running on high quality meats from Arby's right now on the two for six dollars menu. Okay, you'd hear that, you'd think to yourself, oh, there's gonna be shitty quality things. For sure. Two for six in 2022, $6 is basically what? 55 cents now at this sure, point. Pretty much. This would have to be a terrible <clears throat> quality option if it's two for $6 in this world that we're currently living in. Uh-uh, not from the people at Arby's. Right now, two for $6, you can get the classic beef and cheddar. What? And the classic fish sandwich. What? The new spicy fish sandwich. What? Four-piece mock sticks. What? And and more. I mean, there's a lot. They're giving away a lot of shit there. Two full size RV meals for six dollars daily. The best deal in the game. Go get yours today. Whoa. AJ, your thoughts on
6: the boys here on this show? How do you think it was going to go, and how do you think it's going thus far? Oh, it's awesome. I, I love having them there. I wish I was uh, actually in studio oh. with with those sure, guys. Yeah. So yeah. a big fan, obviously, sure. of you guys. But also, the bus. Are we going to get one that's going to run eventually that you could actually drive?
5: Yeah, talk to our sponsors about that. We need to probably bump the numbers up a little bit before we start buying buses. <laughs> <laughs> right oh, yeah. now, the broken down so ones are the best around. we got going. Bro, there we'll has going. to be yeah, some uh, pre uh, yeah. oh, There's a website that'll sell buses because like there's a certain year, like from 89 to 2001, the, all those buses are like no longer in commission. So those buses you can buy for like... Two thousand bucks. So, you you, you,
0: you, I mean, you so live in the big of, side of town. I mean, yeah. about the buses. Yeah. Well, I like spent it rates. on the big side of town. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right, you know I'm right. I'm saying you yeah.
6: spend 500 grand to revamp it, though. I'm, I'm guessing,
5: yeah, probably well, the big house or the bus grand. or both.
0: The bus, I'd some house, too. That the old money in Nashville, oh, oh, yeah. you probably had to redo that. Was it was oh, a couple mill. Oh, uh, did you build that place? We built did You even see my place. I just expected it because you came with that big fucking hat and that uh-huh. big hat. Yeah. I just yeah. assumed, oh, this guy likes to spend the money that he has. No, well, no. I no, say in the house, ways. The, house, uh, the, house uh, the house
5: probably more of an investment guy, but I, I'm a I'm big they're going to print more tomorrow type of guy. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, in the stock market, Bitcoin? Stock market, I like to dive into a little commercial real estate. Ooh. Real estate. Yeah. Excuse hey.
0: me. Hey, a lot of those
5: uh, what are those things called? Um, the cloth thing that comes cranes.
0: down. And you press a, a lot of cranes in Nashville oh, have oh, been right. for the last like seven, eight years. Just Wild. cranes everywhere in
5: Nashville. Good time being commercial real estate in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not in commercial real estate in Nashville, so that's a tough deal. But yeah, it's uh, i oh, no. I'm sure. If also good in, it, it'd be in it a Omaha. Time. Yeah, you bet. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that any great. other? Omaha. <laughs> That'd be a hey, tough Omaha. little. deal. We did open up a bar in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It's called Rebel Ranch, so uh, it's, a ni- it's a nice little deal. It's definitely Cave Creek, Arizona, small town, only place in the world you can find a, a horse, a truck, and a Ferrari parked in the same spot. Wow. wow. Interesting That's, spot. That sounds like quite it's a range. It's right up uh, your alley over there with that, that yeah. nice little Stetson you got in your head there. You are talk about the Hammer... Cowboy, you missed that. We've
0: done that a few times. You caught on to the what's. You caught on to the A.J. Hawk. A.J. Hawk. A.J. Hawk.
2: A.J. Hawk. A.J. Hawk.
0: Hawk. Hawk. A.J. Hawk. A-J-R! he loves it he loves it he loves it he loves, he loves it it's outstanding he's always so calm. stop, stop stop yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely nice to do it. Um, absolutely <laughs> obviously this is what everybody assumes you're both going to do when you retire i'll start with you uh well you already have a bar and you're doing commercial real estate any other business ventures what do you see yourself doing when you retire this hanging out having a good time businessman what do you think I love
8: busting with the boys right now.
0: <laughs> Are you trying to oh, get yeah. back into
8: the game, by the way? <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, so but what'd you say? Wait, oh, he's hot. <laughs>
3: oh, no, oh, oh, oh. hey, hey, what guys, you Do oh. some Yeah, suck. You just, oh, hey, that, uh, hey, that'd
5: be a hell of a business to get into, though. That's that's yes. CBD business. Oh, yeah. We're that's trying. That's a solid deal. I know a guy. Do you? I DM'd you about it. And you said, Oh, you got the hookup? I said, Yeah, I got the hookup. And I guess what I got? Nothing. Oh, I didn't answer that. No, it's all right. You know <laughs> 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 oh, never, we're trying. Here you go. Ow, wait. So I
0: never that was you. I never really look in the DMs. Legitimately. I know a lot of people say that. I legitimately don't because I don't want any like I just if I don't answer anybody, it's not like I have to. But when the whole thing went down with the deal and a lot of people were messaging me, I literally tried to message everybody back. And uh I, I consider you an incredibly hilarious person and a person I would like to interact Gracias. with. So I think I saw maybe that I answered you, but I never did. Into that department So I apologize For potentially hitting Some CBD And forgetting that you Even made that offer <laughs> yeah. Until until this exact moment Right here But when you think About retirement well, it, You're nowhere near retirement Right? We still got another Five, no, six years No, you
8: never yeah. know man I feel like I'm in the Problem of my life I'm in the best shape Of my Bad life baby. So Here we go So any GMs and coaches That watch this show Because I know they do Playoff Willie Will be available Yeah okay. Okay. Absolutely so, and so, But 10. as far as retirement Like you know Bust with the boys Invest Oh you a st- you're a Bitcoin guy aren't you? I'm not a Bitcoin guy. A matter of fact, though... NFTs? No, not yet.
7: Oh. Okay. Not yet. Yes. But
8: I did hear from a very okay. close friend of mine that I trust that he's Gary playing v? a long game and going heavy into the Bitcoin world. Who? Yeah. Gary V? Yeah. Saquon Barkley? No. Tom Brady. It might be... said Roethlisberger?
5: It might be the boy... The boy Are in, you saying big name?
1: Derek Cox?
5: Uh, I'm guessing. Does
0: he have any tie to any of these people in your no, mind? No.
8: Hey, no. I just thought maybe I'd hit the eventually. Boy, uh, the boy under center for Minnesota. Ryan Reynolds? Oh. oh. Ryan Reynolds. Minnesota. The Ryan actor?
5: Reynolds is into it. Yeah. Canadian.
8: Kirk no, Cousins? No, no, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, Bradbury? Yeah. You know said Kirk his Cousins name? well? He's very smart, right? Isn't he? Oh. I mean, he's like his... Yes. He's extremely smart. Michigan we have, State guy. If uh, I
0: die, I die. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he, that's he's all time. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so hey, he do talks love to me him. now. But yeah. but yeah,
8: he was. In, we were in Washington together, so. Oh, we what like type of teammate he's, he's big on he's crypto. Awesome. You're saying? He so Kirk and I, we wanted to get. We were thinking about getting into Bitcoin back in like 2017. Oh, oh no, you missed it. You uh, missed. it. Same thing happened to me. And we we watched, missed it. We were watching the documentaries. We were like traveling games and kind of talking about what we just learned throughout the week and shit like that. But we never got into it. And He hit me back. We were uh, messaging yesterday, and he was like, "You know, I think I'm, I just listened to a very credible person that say you need to get into Bitcoin and you need to hold it for the long run." And hey, by the way,
0: Kirk, good businessman, great businessman. Yeah. Hey, great businessman. So much so, a lot of Vikings fans are pissed off about it right now. How yeah. good of a businessman he actually he is, is! Phenomenal. He, w- he would sit
8: there when they were trying to franchise when they were franchise tagging him all those years. The uh, the Washington Commanders, the commies. We are commanders. commanders. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum 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 bum.
0: You'll get it, dude. I didn't God, know. there's I didn't so start, many things. Know we didn't create that. that. We did not create no, no, that. All right, fair enough. But
8: uh, Kirk was talking about how he uh, he wanted to help change uh, the way contracts were done in the NFL for specifically, obviously, the quarterback position. But for players that kind of follow along his blueprint of getting to the market, which is a big risk in itself but doing the fully guaranteed contracts.
0: And uh, by the way, I thought he was going to because I'm like, oh, this is intelligent. This is what we need. It might not be the big number that we had seen in the past or expected in the NFLPA once or whatever, but guaranteed money in pocket is better than any incentive-based contract whenever you're talking about from an athlete's perspective. With that being said now, Taylor, I'd like to ask you about this. Okay. This salary cap gymnastics that's going on in the NFL right now, Yeah, it's bananas. Mm -hmm. Everybody's doing, hey, we'll sign a a 10-year deal with six voidable years and a big signing bonus, and next year your salary cap hit will be $2 million, but in the whole thing we'll give you $100 million somehow, or $200 million. The way they're starting to do that, do you recognize that in the locker room? Do you see like, oh, if we – because you guys went and got Julio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You paid Derrick Henry, kept Tannehill. Your mm-hmm. team is making moves trying to like, hey, let's go ahead and do this thing. Do you guys know that? Do you recognize that? And in as a – Person that's been around the NFL for a long time, do you think this is good for players?
5: I think it is. I think, I think it's- more money in the pockets is always good for players. I think the so. Too. more money, the better. I but think so. I think the, the salary cap is like a way for the NFL to save face maybe because if it came to the salary cap, if you're getting paid $15 million and you're getting paid $20 million and they say, hey, we're uh, $5 million over the cap, hey, we'll give you $19 million signing bonus right now, lower your cap down quite a bit, and then you make minimum this year, then it's no longer an issue does nothing to the cap other than lower it so you make the marks you're supposed to well, make.
0: Well, it kicks it, it, spreads it over the entirety of the contract. Of That's the why contract. people
5: do 10 years
0: with like six voidable years, but the right. signing bonus is over the entire 10 years. It's yeah. a fucking... It's now, the 10-year thing I
5: don't understand because there's a lot of things. Like I know pa, Patrick Mahomes yeah. signed a half-a-billion-dollar deal, and that thing's like a 10-piece, 10, 10 right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The only yeah. person I know that other than him that did that was the left tackle for the Cowboys, and now it seemed like a bit of a tight predicament because he's such a good player for such a long time. For instance, Taysom, Hill,
0: Taysom Hill signed for four years... Hundred and sixty million. Two years of that is voidable. It has a low of sixteen million per year, a high of forty million per year. Wild. So the salary cap hit is somehow one million dollars through through all that. Yeah, it's unbelievable how they're able to do it. But But that changes the
5: NFL, I think. Yeah, is he going to see that money? Is my question because I know in hockey Mm -hmm. they kind of do a similar thing, even though there's no real salary cap, but they have like these long uh, 10 year, hundred this million dollar contracts. Got it. So what's, what, I, I what's don't know real, what, what is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Cause you can, I think that's the issue with football players that they need to be educated in is when you're going to sign a contract, it's not about the big number. It's five years, this much million dollars. It's like, Hey, what are your first three years? What is the guarantee in it? And then how is, how much is guaranteed at signing? That's all you really need to know. And so I think what Kirk Cousins is trying to do is amazing. But we need more quarterbacks to do that for it to funnel down. Yeah, there's quarterbacks, then your mm. office line, line. Hey, they, they should receive. have the rules. Hey, whoa,
8: whoa, whoa! The top players
5: need to do. No, that. I think uh, ask has top the players at no. positions. It's got to be quarterback. Like if to start if, it. if I'm the best
8: linebacker in the league, which who's who's saying you're not?
5: Exactly. A lot of people did, but you, they you didn't deserve it. Right, yeah. anyway. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
8: right. But uh, if I'm like the <laughs> highest paid linebacker in the league, like I would, I would feel like a responsibility to set example if that's what I'm wanting to do. Yeah, yeah. What like I mean. for you,
0: for instance, your next deal, fucking, let's make it guaranteed yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the good Fully of everybody. Guaranteed. Yeah, I guess
5: so. For sure. G. I mean, I'll, I'll die on the sword. Hey, call we're call wrapping up this
0: hour with the boys, man. This has been amazing. Yeah, man. it's been outstanding. I, you know, should have done the whole show together. Should have. It's
5: weird. So many texts. Hey, hey, <laughs> how fun is <was> that? <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, we're,
8: we're meeting after the uh, pod we just we did with Mike Allstott, which was awesome. He's like, hey, why are we doing the whole show? I was like, I don't know. I go, you're on the same group chat. Ask him. He goes, all right. Pulls it out, then you're like, yeah, see you in tomorrow at one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I said hilarious. Yeah. Da, 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 see you in one or whatever. It's yeah. because, you know, when you texted me, um, like, hey, is there any chance because I asked you I'm like hey I need to get you guys to Indianapolis right yeah. and then we kept in touch and then you threw out a date like hey this is a date that could work for us I'm like awesome let's do it and then I completely forgot about like fucking combine week and everything that's going on the amount of people that we probably already had booked and Tyson Fury's coming on it so I apologize but I would like to let you guys know anytime you want to come back we'll shut down the fucking entire show for you guys you oh, guys deserve hey, it yeah. this has been
5: awesome hey, the boys have been known to step on toes so we will absolutely take you up on that probably, probably <laughs> a few more times in <laughs> Times than you'd like. Hey, don't worry about it. You got to be that way, right? No No question. That's what we're trying to get. We're all just trying to go this way. That's it. It's a weird way to do that. All trying to go this way. Mm -hmm. There it is. Well, I don't think you had good (laughs) stuff. Hey,
0: that was that erratic long arm that came from Chandler Jones. Got him. No, I don't. (laughs) Sorry, Tannehill. Hey, who is just the biggest, fastest, most agile guys are the guys that are
5: hardest to block? I don't know. That's actually a good question because there's guys that are super fast and quick but they're not very powerful. The guys that have a little bit of both are the, the most you have to worry about because you can be a little more nimble on the quick guys and the big guys can be a little more heavy-footed. Chandler like, Jones is a good example of having both of those things.
0: Were you, you were going to ask me something? Nah, that? No, I'm good.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
6: you guys going to meet with a bunch of GMs and head coaches like Schrager was? No, no we drive no, back straight. tonight, man. We're, hey, hey AJ, we're AJ, dipping back to Nashville. Here, man. Hey, by the way, You talked to All-Stop back in Nashville, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, when's that come out? I want to see that. That'll be... Uh,
8: Tomorrow, not, tomorrow's Ryan Whitney. Yeah. Spin I'll Chico, go Let's go with oh, let's go yes. And then all All-Star will be next week. The following yes. week.
0: Awesome. All right, what day is that? Wednesday.
8: Wednesdays. At? 6 a.m. audio drop, and now 12 o'clock on the YouTube. Smart. There we Smart. go. The Smart. We go. Nice YouTube. YouTube. Subscribe next to the we'll
0: you. Smart. I think you could even go earlier on the YouTube video drop. What do you think? I don't know. People get to their desk at like 9. I mean, that's 10 what, well i'm saying we go live and no i can't watch it you know but you put that thing up like that is literally selfish reasons only like whenever uh, you put stuff <laughs> up like I would like to be able to watch it before we go live you yeah. know just because I think oh, you guys gotcha. do pluck shit for people yeah. we got this is very yo. selfish of me to say like hey maybe before noon maybe <laughs> you know that yeah, am. this is just me doing that I'd like to let you know that I respect that uh, nonetheless love what you guys do you guys crush it I'm a big fan as we all are mm-hmm. we appreciate you stopping by and you're the best ladies and gentlemen you, the Bustin' with the Boys podcast Taylor lawan and Will Comte. the yeah. yeah. Boys
3: A.J. Hawk! A.J. Hawk! A.J. Hawk! A.J.
0: Hawk! A.J. Hawk! -Hawk. -Hawk. Joining us now is a coach, a Super Bowl-winning head coach of the NFL. Super Bowl-winning assistant coach in the NFL. A man who's been around the game forever, has changed the game, influenced the game, and now the current head coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, ladies and gentlemen... The Quarterback Whisperer, Bruce Arians. Yeah! yeah! What's up, dude? What's up, brother? How are you, man? I just—I didn't get a chance to hear your press conference, but I got to read through it. You're making a lot of waves right now. You're the quarterback whisper. Let's dive right into it. Allegedly, this draft class doesn't have as many quarterbacks, and the veteran free agents now or potential trade targets. Are you in any of that? What is your mindset? Obviously, everybody wants to ask you about Tom. We'll get to that, but with your team right now, what are you looking for, and do you view this draft class as a down year for quarterbacks whenever you potentially need one?
4: Yeah, I think for, for what we like to do, it's, it's a very slim class, a lot of good athletes. Uh, there's, there's one pro-style guy that, that could fit, uh, but we drafted a kid last year in the second round who I love, and uh, he's a big, strong guy that kind of plays quarterback the way we like to play it. And uh, So yeah, this, this draft class isn't like it was a few years ago, um, but other than that, you've know, you got to do your due diligence, brother. You gotta, to get a vet this year, you got to trade, so you got to have a partner. You can't just say, give me a damn guy, you know? <laughs> you gotta, they they got to want something, and right now they want a lot. <laughs>
6: hey, Coach, the people like to make a lot of uh, a lot of noise about hand size when it comes to quarterbacks. I know they're saying today we get to see Kenny Pickett's hand size. Is it something that you care about as much as they make it a big deal? No, not especially where
4: he played. I mean, he played in Pittsburgh. It's cold, it's snow, it's raining, and you know, he, he wears two gloves for a reason. And uh, you know, Kurt Warner did it. I mean, it's. That's that's nothing for me, man. uh, That guy can sling it. Hey, you've been around so many quarterbacks. Obviously now at this
0: point, you've hit them all basically that are on the Mount Rushmore of the modern football era. Uh, But when you think about Peyton, and now you've got a chance to work with Tom, what do you think makes those guys, like what made Tom obviously the GOAT and now six times, seven times Super Bowl champion, what do you think made Tom after getting a chance to see him in person versus maybe perspective from outside with your deep knowledge of quarterbacking?
4: Yeah, preparation and just flat competitive spirit. You know, refuse to lose. Uh, You were with Peyton. You saw how he prepared, man. And you saw him in the huddle. You saw him on the sideline. We're not losing this fucking game. All right? Tom's the same way. All right? We're winning. I don't give a shit what you got to do. We're winning. uh, And I'm going to take you there. And guys follow. I mean, they follow. Because he is super prepared. And he's super highly competitive. How important is that, that quarterback position?
0: I feel like that doesn't get talked about enough. Like, you've got to be an alpha, I think. Don't you, B.A.? There's no doubt.
4: There's no doubt. You know, I, don't, I haven't met one yet. Say, so, oh, I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> but, uh, no, dude, you've got you to be an alpha, and, and you've got to run the show. You've got to run the locker room. Um, because if
6: you don't, somebody's running over you. Yeah. Did, his, uh, did Tom's retirement take you by
4: surprise? A little, you know. I, I had it in my back of my mind that he that he could, but every every week I'd say, "How you feeling?" He's physically, he was great. You know, he's playing it lights out. So I, I thought for sure he'd play again, but in, a, in the back of my mind, I knew there was a chance. And then, you know, when I talked to him long term uh, on the decision, you understand why. Now, there's quotes obviously coming out that you would welcome
0: Tom Brady back whenever, right? And I think a lot of coaches would. And then they said, would you agree to let him go somewhere else? In that question, I didn't get to hear the entire thing. But were they saying in the short term, long term, or in your eyes, the same exact thing doesn't matter? Like, if in five years when he's 50, if he wants to come back and play, like, do you think that's, you know, because you'll probably still be fucking coaching by then. But is that what did you mean by that quote? And uh, do you think there is a chance he comes back?
4: If he comes back, I I don't think so because of the reasons he retired. Uh, But uh, if he does, he's going to be playing for us.
0: Hey, you got a lot. Hey, that roster now, Bruce, last year I followed along on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Instagram. And they took a screenshot because Mike Greenberg down there and the GM and you guys were able to cook and bring everybody back. All 22 starters are back. Now this season, looking ahead. You guys got like four starters. I think there's a long road. Are you like, what is your mindset for that? Because everybody just assumed that if that was going to be the case, that BA would not want to stick around. Like, are you enjoying this entire mindset that your roster is basically
4: going to be, it's going to be very new next year. Right. Is that kind of the, the thought? here? You know, I love this part of it. I love building a team, putting a new challenge together. Uh, that's, that's the big fun of it. Obviously it's a hell of a lot more fun when You got Peyton or Tom, but, uh, you no, know, I, but I like the guys we have. And, uh, Hopefully we'll get back the core guys. We're not gonna get them all back this year, but we're gonna get the core back because they all love it, and, uh, and and we know how to take care of veteran guys. You know, they they we'll get them ready to play on Sunday. So those guys know it, and uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Hey, that's big for recruiting. I mean, there's allegedly a place.
0: You know, that wouldn't pay their coaches the bonus checks for the playoffs. And there's other places that, you know, there's some desirable places that vets know, like, hey, if we go there, they'll take care of us. They understand what the role is. When you're putting together that stable, that farm of goats, basically, I mean, you had Indomitian Sue down there. You had Tom down there. You brought in, obviously, all the weapons, and you had your crew there still. How, does that change your mentality at all? Were you excited for that? Did you have to handle it any differently than you had in the past? Like, what, what was that transition like?
4: Yeah, I was, I was disappointed at Tom. I mean, that Todd and Byron didn't get head coaching jobs. I really was. I thought they both deserved it. Uh, the selfish part of me is yeah, they're back, so I don't have to, I don't have to coach as hard. Uh, but the players, man, the players know, the and the players in the league know we're gonna take care of them. If you're a veteran player, you're going to get to the game on Sunday healthy and ready to roll. And uh, so that part's been easy. sunshine and, and no taxes, brother. It's easy to recruit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the five-star players, role players, you are one of the best speakers
0: I've ever heard. There was a erroneous report that came out, and I think it has been proven false, and by the way, AQ, you know, is my guy. If he's leaking information to other people and not me, I'm gonna fucking cut him out of my goddamn circle (laughs) as well there, but his name was linked to it, which is bullshit, I think, just in general. but that entire report about you know there may be being some friction between you and Tom, and then what you said today about if he comes back he's playing for you guys—is there anything that people from outside looking in should think of that, or is it all bullshit? Basically, just
4: standard bullshit. Standard bullshit. I mean, I'm still I'm still pissed that AQ got stuck in that because he had nothing to do with that. Me too. You know? And uh, I know where Rich is coming from. I mean, he he just made up some shit. <laughs> Uh, it clicks brother
0: yeah well it's a wild world and we're in it and we try not to be like that but everything that people say on this show does cause some ripple effects so we appreciate you stopping by especially on this day and we know the you know there's there's pending litigation i believe between you and Antonio Brown, or Antonio Brown and the Buccaneers in that whole situation. As a player, were you surprised with how fucking good he was whenever he came back after that thing on the field? Let's not talk about everything off the field. On the field, though, as a football player, were you surprised that Antonio Brown was still playing at the level that he was playing when he came to the
4: Buccaneers after a year away and everything like that? Not at all, not at all. No one, Knowing Antonio, nobody works any harder than him. He's always in great shape, skill set's unbelievable. Uh, he's one of those guys that doesn't age he's whenever you you
0: at the beginning said I don't want to bring Antonio Brown into this team been there done that he comes you guys have great success and he becomes a focal point of your team is that something you have to consciously think about as you continue to roll through that whole thing or are you just so invested in the moment whatever makes our team win this weekend let's win this weekend
4: yeah it's, it's all about winning brother and uh you know what, what's best for our team uh he was a great fit because Mike was hurt Chris was hurt yeah ab came in they got healthy we were lights out um this year everybody got hurt again he got hurt so it was, one, it was just one of those things it was i was sad the way it happened uh, but it happened you think there's a chance later in uh, life everybody
0: comes back full circle i hope so i hope so too by the way just looking outside in you guys created magic together go ahead tom
1: bruce is there a chance in five years that you're inducting ben and tom into the hall of fame same year
4: Man, I hope so. That would be one hell of a party. For
0: <laughs> when you talk about Ben and his legacy and him retiring. And obviously you and him were tight, but that lap at Pittsburgh, I think everybody has seen it after that Monday night football game, or I think it was Monday night whenever he just mm-hmm. did a lap afterwards. What was it like coaching Ben? And when you saw him retire, was that a surprise to you? Because we all didn't know. We just assumed Ben's gonna come back, sling the rock another year. He's gonna do his whole thing. Was that a surprise to you? Like the Tom one was potentially?
4: No, it, it really wasn't. I had a tear in my eye watching that lap, man. Uh, Cause we had some great times. He's like a, a son to me. You know, we still have houses down to the lake. We still play golf, and uh, our families are really tight. I hate I missed his 40th birthday party the other night, but my grandson's third trumped it. <laughs> <laughs> How's the Achilles? It's struggling, brother. It's walking around in you right now. It, uh, I got about 15% of it left, and uh, I can hit a golf ball. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Is it
0: left or right? Right. Oh, okay, so, yeah, you the left would have been a problem, I think, right?
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, you still drowning clubs if they deserve it? Yeah, they get a taste of the water every now and then, brother. It's gonna
0: happen. This club. I've, the first time I saw him play, he was on another fairway. It was right next to it, and uh, beautiful swing. Obviously, mm-hmm. it was a beautiful swing. And then something. I think he got on green, but not close enough. And he literally just turned right to the nearest lake and just drowned it. And then just walked away like it was nothing. And I saw. I think we caught up to you like a couple holes later. I was with AQ, and I was like, "Hey, I just got to ask. Like, I saw you just." like casually just fucking (laughs) see you later. That club didn't deserve to hit a ball again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what you
4: said. Something like that. It was fucking unbelievable. got to be the arrow. It can't be the Indian. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Blame somebody else. Go ahead, Ty.
3: Coach, you talk about doing due diligence, and obviously you're here at the Combine. Is there, like, how losing Brady, how much of a percentage? I mean, I don't even know if you could put it on it, but, like, how much does that affect your preparation going into this season? Is it kind of, it, it's trickled down, and it's everything that you have to kind of readjust compared to last year when you knew he was coming back?
4: Oh, yeah, totally, totally. And, uh, you know, with Ali Marpet retiring this week, um, both those guys were huge, all pro players. And you can't replace the player, but uh, you can do your best to get it the best, next best option. And that's what we're trying to do now.
0: Hey, I know you're a shit talker, like known shit talker. Whenever you have these meetings with these guys uh, down at the Combine, uh, is there anything, you, do you take more from those meetings and how do you conduct them with guys to find out if they're going to be a good fit in your culture or not?
4: Yeah, you know, the shock questions, they kind of limit what you can ask anymore. And uh, I kind of sit back in the corner and let everybody else do their thing. And then if, if, I, if I know a guy's bullshitting me, I'll try to, get, I'll try to hit him with a brick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, well, good luck with that. We appreciate you stopping by. Good luck to your Achilles. Good luck to all the clubs in your bag. And good luck rebuilding that team down there in Tampa Bay, boss. Thanks, brother. Always you. Hey, appreciate you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, Super Bowl champion, head coach of the NFL, Bruce Harry.
6: We're back tomorrow. See you later, AJ. All right, we'll see you, guys. All right, see you, AJ. I've
0: been rambling here. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the hammer down.
6: Cheers. See you tomorrow.